7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. I can handle things. I'm smart. Not like everybody says. Like dumb. I'm smart and I want respect. So many Fredos, everybody. Welcome to the program. <laughs> uh, the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Worldwide Radio for Humans. Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome, sir. Thank you. And, Thank you. and I'm smart, too. I'm yeah, smart. Of course you are. So. I'm smart! And uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Welcome to the program as well. Happy Friday. Happy Tuesday. I, God damn it. I'm smart! <laughs> <laughs> it's only... Tuesday. That's it's all. only Tuesday. That's uh, all. Oh. When yeah. do we get to Friday? Seriously. All day I long, mean, walk around the house going, I gavelt. Well, I'm sorry we got a little bit of a late start. Um, I, I just finished up dinner and, uh, and I was like, fuck, it's seven. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh, so here we are, a minute and a half late. I'm sure we'll probably go a minute and a half over. And my God, um, what is this? This this is just a, a waking. I won't even say a nightmare. It's just like a waking fucked up dream. You know, it's just like the, the, that dream you have where it's like. Yeah, you know, um, uh, you know, I have I have a, a, an arm growing out of my forehead, and it strikes me as perfectly normal. You know, and, and you're, you're just like you're discussing the Trump administration. Yeah, yeah. To them, I'm, that's perfectly normal. Well, or spray on hair, you know. Uh, oh and, uh, and that. Or is that roll on hair? Could that could that be roll on hair? I that was like ban roll on. Yeah, yeah. Only would. He didn't even have the right color. It was like he has black hair and he had like a dark brown. It's some kind of uh, dip. Uh, <laughs> did you happen to see what, what Colbert or uh, that was either Colbert or Seth Meyers <laughs> did with the uh, the hair hard on? <laughs> oh no, no! And of course, we're talking. If anybody, but he didn't see this uh, on one of the weekend shows. Uh, that doofus um, Nazi, uh, what's his name? Um, Stephen Miller. Stephen Miller. Stephen Miller showed up with, uh, you know, typically he has like, you know, his hairline is like, you know, back to like, you know, the back back of the crown of his head. And apparently, I don't know, maybe he drank what Napolitano was drinking because his hairline started to advance. <laughs> but this was very unnatural. Napolitano, his, Napolitano, his that's hair real hair. Advanced a long time ago. Napolitano's two head is a very real phenomena. 
He doesn't have a forehead. Mm-hmm. He has a very short forehead. And, you know, we'll get to Napolitano yeah. later. And it, um, it's not a Napolitano character flaw. Napolitano is he's basically a, a werewolf. Yeah. He, <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's a werewolf that uh, isn't rewarding the Trump administration. The, the, the worst monsters. Um, and uh, a bunch of money golems. <laughs> that's, what the, that's what the Trump administration is. They're a bunch of money golems. Um, and, uh, or at least golems who, who you feed money and they shamble around. Uh, and, uh, I I mean, and I want to say the scandals, the scandals with the, uh, the Clinton foundation, everyone. Oh, she should, she should, she should be impeached. I want to, I want to point something out. Um, the, uh, the, the, uh, Clinton foundation is going to be around, um, next year. Mm -hmm. The Trump foundation's Mm -hmm. not. (laughs) <laughs> and it's not just because they, they, they're like oh we're we're tired of this you know trump foundation thing i i don't know we had a good run let's just call it quits no no they're being uh, they've come to an agreement with is it the new york district attorney who uh basically yeah, new york attorney general new york attorney general i'm sorry um uh it, words and me don't get along sometimes um, but, uh, yeah, the, the, basically the New York attorney general is like, uh, okay. The Trump can uh, the Trump foundation is essentially a, a checkbook for the Trump family to use and abuse. Yeah. And it's rife with criminality. I'm, I'm paraphrasing from what I heard today. Cause I heard people reading the statements earlier today and instead of, um, continuing court battles, they've decided to under supervision, under court supervision, dissolve the uh, the the Trump or, uh, Foundation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you, you the just, Trump Foundation is going to shut down. Yeah, and right. the Trump family said we wanted it shut down forever, but <laughs> the difference is is the New York Attorney General's it, the, the press release that was put out. It's like yeah, they're going to shut down. We're still going to investigate. Oh yeah, well, and, so they went. They they were, they wanted to shut down after the, everybody started investigating. Yes, but yes. Under exactly. under this under this arrangement, the money is going to be distributed to actual charities under the yes. supervision of the attorney general. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this to me, this is a big deal. The you know the Trump people and all them, they're like, yeah, we wanted this all along. We totally wanted this. What they didn't want was the investigation because um, they're trying to spin it like this is not going to continue. It's going to continue. (laughs) People are still going to look into the fact that Trump laundered money. Right. I said that. Right. And and Post didn't say that, but I'm telling you, it's a laundering operation. Right now it's a civil, civil case. But it very well can turn into a criminal case. Yes. Yeah. Once, once she keeps, because she's going to keep digging. Oh yeah. She's going to keep digging. So is the new New York State Attorney General. Yeah, but they the think tr- that by by agreeing to dissolve, it's going to go away. But it's not. But the 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 Trump cultists are still, you know, just floating in a in a void of ignorance. You know, <clears throat> a, a vacuum of ignorance. They're thinking, you know, I, I mean. I've seen so many people like uh, and talked to so many people who have Trump cultists in their family um, and mm-hmm. seen people online, you know, of course, in the place where I should never go. We'll never find 
the more wretched hive. They, they just, you know, uh, what is that? Uh, there. Let me see if I still have that audio. Um, the uh, Carl, yeah, Carl Bernstein. Uh, he said this about Trump way back in the day, but this is the entire Trump cult. What we have seen consistently in the tweets, in the campaign, in the transition, is a fact-free universe in which Donald <laughs> Trump floats with weightlessness. And and he has infected his cultists to to feel the same way, and they're like, oh, the the economy is booming. Oh my God, are you seeing what economists are saying right now? You know, the balloony yeah, deficit. You know, yep. the yes. Dow, you know, had its lowest since the the Great Depression. Its lowest uh, um, December. Pre-fall, yeah, lowest December. There we go. Right. Andrea Mitchell's husband said the ride is over. Well, I what mean, is Andrea Mitchell's husband's name again? Oh, that's um. Oh, 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 oh! Why? Uh, I know it. He looks kind of like Droopy Dog. Um, yes. So <laughs> he looks like Droopy Dog's. Is it Alan something? Is it Alan something? Greenspan. Greenspan. Yes. It is Alan, Alan something. Hey, it. look, I'm Alan, smart. <laughs> Alan Greenman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Alan Greenman. No, Green- Alan Greenspan used to be one of uh, Ayn Rand's uh, circle of friends. Yeah. You yes. do you know that. Yeah. Yes. I, I do I, remember I, that. I did. So. Uh, but going, can, can we just go back to the Trump you know, the foundation thing. Yeah, yeah. Because from, from Washington Post, and it's, if, if, I don't care if you like the Washington Post or you don't, just read everything from David Farenthold, because he's been on the money, the money trail with the Trumps mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. And um, in this, this one particular article, and this is where I think things could get very interesting when it comes to New York. Um, at one point, from the article, at one point, Trump used the charity's money to make a $25,000 political donation to Florida Attorney General uh, Pam Bondi. The charity didn't tell the IRS about that, as required, and instead listed that the donation was a gift to an unrelated charity in Kansas with a similar name. So dirty. That donation, after that donation happened, whether or not it was real or not, Pam Bondi shut down the Trump University investigation. Mm-hmm. This, I think, Trump is a really University. big deal. Go pricks. Sorry, Go pricks. No, it's good. But yeah, that, that foundation has been dirty forever. It, 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 he used it to, to pay off lawyers. He, it, it was lo- money laundering. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, if that's... If that's the uh, the first instance of money laundering with Trump or any of his the entities that his name uh, is is emblazoned with, um, then you can just call me Uncle Sammy. Um, Hi, Uncle Sammy. No, you can't because <laughs> there's so much m- money laundering with these freaks. <laughs> I mean, seriously, the, you know. And I love that too because a lot of people have been commenting on on Trump using for Michael Cohen calling him a rat, and it's like people are like, "Stop talking like a mob boss." And it's like, why should he? He is right. He is right. Yeah. Exactly. 
you know, know the and, chain of laundromats. And I, I wanted to, you know, it, uh, yeah, I, I'm seriously. He's, you know, he was nuts deep with the mob in New York, and nobody talked about it. I wanted to start looking into it on on Turn Up the Night, but when Messaging Matt was still on the show, he he said he didn't want to, and he he like basically said, "I'm not going to do the show if you talk about that stuff." What? Yeah, he 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 basically said, "Nope, don't want to talk about that." And and so I didn't. I I mean, I'm not saying you know, messaging Matt was protecting me. He thought it was trivial. He thought it was trivial, and well, and so a lot I was, of people thought things that we said over the years were trivial. And yeah, oh I look, mean, I would have loved to dig is. into that. <laughs> I would have loved to dig into all that stuff, you know. And and, and granted, the the Russia stuff turns out to be more more timely, quantifiable, and oratund. Uh, <laughs> For 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 what's going on right now, and I still don't know what it that is. One timely, means. quantifiable, and oratund. Do you know what that means? No. Uh, but I mean, there's just so much with all of his shady, shitty business practices, the things he was sued for. You know, and I, I, I you know, the running the the ads in the paper asking for the death sentence for children you know that that were he is were under innocent. investigation you know i mean every on just over every, 17 issues yeah and and you know and, and so it blows my mind it's like i think um uh it was uh um oh rob from who used to be on mic check radio used to say play stupid games win stupid prizes that's exactly the perfect term for what's going on for the trump cult you know it's like elect criminal presidents you know get win criminal prizes you know because this is this is so dirty so and again back to the whole dream state of things it's like you know you like like i said you have a dream and you have a third arm going out of your head but then you're like that's perfectly normal but wow that's really weird over there you know yeah. yes. but you know i, I mean it's it, it's just like you know what can you focus on at any fucking given moment obviously muller is doing you know that work for us and now we've got this foreign company this mystery foreign company that uh, is fighting this subpoena mm-hmm. from the from the Mueller team, but apparently that's being upheld. It's a it's a company, and there's an entire country pushing back on this story. Uh, you know, uh, on the not not on the story, but pushing back from like actually having to uh, uh, cooperate with Mueller, the Mueller team. And it's like, gee, this is this is the story that- where they cleared the entire fifth floor of a courthouse. In yes. DC. Yeah, so, I mean... When does that happen? I don't know, but how many of you want to take a wild guess at what country might be, this company might be from? Well, we thought of two. I thought it was Saudi Arabia. And I thought it was Mother Russia. I thought it was Russia. Could be Turkey. It could could be the Saudis. It could be the Saudis, but I, I... we think it's more likely Mother Russia to me. Let's just name every country on the show tonight, and then we'll go back and I'll clip out the audio <laughs> of when we said the right one, and I'll say, "Look, we said it here on this show." That's right. I mean, here's the thing that 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 raw right now story article. A. That raw story article that Joe shared in the chat, and I hope you share it in or in our chat, and I hope you share it. 
I literally, I thought it was a person. I thought it was a person. I was thinking it could be Roger Stone. It could be anybody. But the fact that they're talking that it's a, a company and a country mm-hmm. says to me that it's a country that blurs lines between business and state. Well, that fits the Saudis and the Russians. Yes, it does. I thought it was Roger Stone. I got an idea. I, and, and even then I thought, why the fuck? Roger Stone isn't that important. I got an idea. Here's what we'll do right now on the show. I'm going to say the name of the country without saying it. And then you guys say, absolutely. I totally agree. It's that country. Ken? <laughs> yes. So I'm telling you right now, guaranteed, hands down, the name of the country is. And the absolutely. name of the in the name of the company, I'll even make that prediction too. Is huh. I, uh, and I, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, this statement will be proven true on a future <laughs> episode of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. You're so so prescient. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah, prescient. Yes, and I won't edit in anything in the silent spots. <laughs> At all. What was, the name, what was the name of the company that's the Russian troll farm? The Internet Research Agency. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, and there's <laughs> so, all kinds of shit's been going down with that. Yep. That was it. I don't, I don't know of any companies in Saudi Arabia, except, you know, the company that kills journalists. Oh, that's uh, Bonsaz Inc. <laughs> wow. Um, so, uh, it was, so, so anyway, let's, let's get to the, um, I don't even know where to begin tonight. Uh, my, my brain's flip flapping. Let's start at the very beginning. My brain is squirming like a toad. Um, place to start. Oh, look, one of the dogs is barking. Roof. All right. So here's where let's start with this. Um, this is a long clip, uh, because this is the only way I was able to get audio is to record like super long clips today. Um, this is Shepard Smith and, uh, he of the advancing hairline, uh, <laughs> judge Andrew Napolitano, oh, <laughs> uh, Wolf boy. Um, and, uh, and they're just having a field day over on Fox news. I'm telling you what, the, all the best audio I have for tonight is from Fox. <laughs> You know, before you play that, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. let me say, you will never see Trump tweet about Judge Napolitano. <laughs> no, no, I made that comment <laughs> the other day. I was like, you, I've never, never seen never. Trump comment, send out a tweet about Shepard Smith or Andrew Napolitano. It's like a code. Or Rachel Maddow. It's like a code. Yeah, but he watched his Fox News constantly. That's true. That's the o- Shep Smith and Napolitano are the only two Fox personalities he doesn't even know. <laughs> well... Well, this is this. Yeah, I, I I guarantee it. And also, once again, I'm going to prove uh, everyone right. In the future, Trump also will not tweet about or. And you just uh, and I'll play that clip, and it'll be proven right on a future episode of Turn Up the Night with Kenny. Beck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, here's Shepard Smith and uh, Judge Andrew Napolitano from Yes. Yesterday, I guess. I don't know if it was from yesterday or Friday. It was last yesterday. 
Yeah, Lasterday. Oh my God, Lasterday. I mi- I watched some uh, Hickabilly. Sl- I miss. Uh, I watched some uh, Hickabilly Slanders today and was like, Oh, oh I miss. I miss Spicy Lasterday. Uh, so anyway. Uh, here we go. The latest comments from President Trump and his lawyer on the Russia investigation. Fox News senior judicial analyst Judge Andrew Napolitano was here. Hello, Judge. Hey, Chef. Earlier today, you said to Bill Hemmer, he's going to talk to him one way or another. And by that, I mean the president is going to talk to Bob Mueller one way or the other. You're like, look, they can sit down one on one with a lawyer whispering in, in, the, in the president's ear. Right. Or a grand jury can subpoena him. Do you think that a grand jury subpoena is a real thing that might come for President Trump? Yes, I do. I think that Bob Mueller knows that he needs to lock the president in to a version of events before he takes the next step. Whatever the next step is, whether it's indictment or whether it's a referral for uh, think You really think Mueller might indict the president? Well, last week in federal district court here in New York City, a federal judge at the end of Michael Cohen's sentencing said... The president orchestrated and paid for this crime, the crime to which he was referring to one of the nine, uh, to which Michael Cohen had pleaded guilty. So you're saying the president's an unindicted co-conspirator? Yes. I'm also saying that there's yes. ample evidence. This, this doesn't require too much analysis uh, <laughs> to indict the president. The question is, do they want to do it? The DOJ has three opinions on this. Two say you can't indict a sitting president. One says you can. But all three address the problem of what do you do when the statute of limitations is about to expire? All three agree in that circumstance, you indict in secret, keep the indictment sealed and release it uh, the day he gets out of office. You can't let a person go scot-free because they happen to be in the White House. Scot-free. <laughs> <laughs> I know him. Yeah. Wasn't he, fe- wasn't he featured in a famous tweet? Yes. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, uh, let me see. Where is it? Uh, yes, here we go. Um, this is him. I think. Oh no, that's too long. Oh man, I totally screwed up. Sorry, I'm gonna have to start the clip and silence the Shep Smith one and the Napolitano one and wait till we get back to where we silence. were. Silence? Would that um, be the sound of silence? Um, yeah, and you know, in, in somewhere in darkness. Hello, darkness, my old friend. But I, I love that point that he raised about, you know, uh, and that's something that I never thought about because I'm not any kind of legal scholar, is that you can't let the statute of limitations run out on these crimes. So even if, even if you, you know, the, the argument is, you know, you can't indict a, a sitting president, even if that's true. He ain't gonna get away with it. And our dream, well, our, our dream of him in an orange Trump suit might still happen. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't see how they can, how they could say you can't indict a sitting president, no matter what. I, I mean, obviously, been if my he, question for a long time. Yeah, obviously, if he if he shot somebody in the Oval Office, mm-hmm. um, in cold blooded murder. Yes. I mean, I know it's an extreme thing, but let's take it to its extreme. You can't indict him. So the guy, you take out the body and you say, well, Mr. President, we'll talk to you when the statute of limitations on murder runs out. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm glad that you. I mean, it makes no sense. The thing that I have been asking over and over and over again is, is 
even if you do take into consideration that a sitting president cannot be indicted, I don't understand why we can't indict the person sitting in the office for the laws that he broke in order to get into office. This is this is a real problem for me, and I don't I I don't I don't get it. Mm-hmm. If if we find that he broke the law before he got into office in order to get elected, then why can't we indict him for things that he did before he became president? Yeah, I, I I don't know mm-hmm. the ins and outs of the argument, but I just keep hearing people say that. You know, because but there is an argument know, seriously. But Napolitano does say there's an argument that you can. You know, he's like, uh, there's two two decisions that you can't and one that you can. So, well, there's no decision. There's no decision well, at all. It's a memo that was prepared, I believe, in the early 2000s, maybe around 2004. Yeah, court opinion, I'm that, sorry. It's not a court opinion. Oh, That's it's not a court point. opinion? It's a, no, it's a oh, memo. A oh. memo from from the, the Department of Justice Which is to it? its line prosec- to its prosecutors that you can't indict a sitting. It is their opinion that you shouldn't indict a, a sitting president because it would impede their ability to do their job. All right. Which Ken is the Starr hardest. Disagreed with that. Am I right, Joe? Well, he didn't indict. He subpoenaed. That's different. I mean, mm. the, the yeah, result. Ken, the, I, okay. I'm. I, here's the thing. My understanding is that Ken Starr's, Ken Starr's position was that you can indict the president, a president. I, and the Department of yeah, Justice came out and said no. Yeah. Well, but, but uh, as, 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 uh, as Napolitano pointed out, you could indict in secret. Yeah. And le- yeah. let's get back to this clip. I got to try and figure out how to get it, the volume back up because it's, it's acting up on me. Hang on one second. Let me, let me give this a shot real quick. Uh, uh, there to we indict go. the president. The question okay. is, do they want to do it? The DOJ has three opinions on this. Two okay. say you can't indict a sitting president. One says you can. But all three address the problem of what do you do when the statute of limitations is about to expire? All three agree in that circumstance, you indict in secret, keep the indictment sealed and release it uh, the day he gets out of office. You can't let a person go scot-free because they happen to be in the White House. So he may be an already indicted co-conspirator. He, uh, that I don't know about, but it could be because we don't know what's been sealed. Uh, and we don't know what he's been told. We don't know what Rudy Giuliani's been told. There are two Rudy Giuliani's in this. There's a Rudy Giuliani who's trying to establish a baseline amongst the public that the indictment or the referral for impeachment of Donald Trump would be totally unacceptable politically. And when we see him sort of in a histrionic way saying things... Uh, over my dead body. That's usually what he's trying to say. But I think last week with Chris Wallace, he was trying to send a message to Bob Mueller, and that is, we will negotiate with you to have the president speak. Even though he said we won't, I think he meant we will. Those negotiations had fallen by the wayside. I think they want to reconstitute. Why? Because that's better than a subpoena? Yes, because Rudy's in the room, because they can stop the interrogation. They can walk out and they can confer with him. They can confer with the president after each question and before each answer if they want. In the grand jury environment, they can't. The president is in there. It is just the president and the prosecutors and FBI agents and grand jurors. There's nobody there to help him at all, and he would leave the room at his own peril. Oh, baby Jesus, let that happen. Let it happen, Rudy. <laughs> I... Yeah. But, you know, th- there's a solution to it all, and, and uh, you know, uh, Scoopster... Uh, 
had the same thought I did. Uh, you know, you indict the president. Well, if that incapacitates the president, well, so does a colonoscopy. So what happens when when a president goes in the hospital for something that he's going to be unconscious? Well, you you automatically invoke 25A and you you uh, uh, you put the vice president in charge. But that's kind of what until I'm the indict until the indictment goes until it's settled the legal case and he's removed from office temporarily. Until his indictment yeah. is is clear oh, through the no, courts, uh, and I understand. What I'm getting at. I, don't I understand. Uh, well, just hang on one second. But uh, you know, the, I understand all these you know arguments and the the awesome like minutia that we can end up getting into. But just know that every fucking Republican, we can't count on any one of them to do the right thing. I know that we're going to be taking <laughs> over the co- the Congress in January, but or mm-hmm. the, uh, but you know. There's going to be so much fight and so much pushback from every Republican to do the right thing that mm-hmm. it's it's you know I'm not going to count on anything like that. But go ahead, Rain. Well, it, that's not oh. the the point. The point I, I'm trying to make is is actually goes into what you're saying, Ken. We can't count on Congress to do anything. Can't count on 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 twenty senators you know convicting him and removing him from office. Mm-hmm. That's why impeachment is not is not the way to go in this it should be tested legally this yeah. memo should be tested legally they yeah. should indict them indict them not under seal indict them and yeah. let let the legal process go forward it will get to the supreme court and let's hear what they have to say all right rain you get the i have last. a hard time believing that that judge roberts mm. would 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 hold that a a president can't be indicted yeah. for obvious crimes. Well, Rain, this, this, go this, ahead. this goes to the point that I've been to trying to quick. say. Go ahead. I'll make it as quick as I can, but it, it goes to, to the point where you hear people talking about a, a sitting president, and that's the key word here. A sitting president cannot be indicted. All right, if you want to go with that, fine. But the problem is, is that this guy did things that were indictable before he was elected. And we see that. It's out there. You know, when he said, I could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and people would elect me. Well, he didn't shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue. He threatened to. But what if he did? He would be indicted. And I don't, I guess the point that I'm trying to make is that whatever he's done, whatever he's done since he's been in office, I want to litigate that I want to litigate that, but that's over there. Right now, I feel like we should be looking at the crimes that he committed in order to take this office. And and to me, that's a really big deal. So when you hear people saying, can he be indicted? Can he be, you know, I'm not even worried about impeachment because impeachment really is a political, it really is a political tool. We're talking literally about indictable offenses by Donald Trump that he did and his campaign did in order for him to steal the office of the president of the United States. And that's a big deal for me. It is for me, too, but it's not for Republicans. That's the problem. And uh, and so they're going to and we saw it with, you know, and I don't know who the next Devin Nunez is going to be. But we're we're going to see people trying to sabotage everything Mueller does from here on out. Um, but again, again, with all these indictments and when the postponed indictment and what happened with the judge today and Flynn, oh boy, howdy, we got to get to that. Um, 
but I, don't, I just don't know. I mean, it's, it's you know, there are things we know and there are things we do not know. We also know there are known unknowns. That is to say, we know there are some things we do not know. And in that all that used to be argle-bargle during the Bush administration, and now it makes sense! Um, yeah. So, anyway, we got to go to the break. We got more of that Napolitano and uh, Shep Smith uh, audio to hear when we get back. It's fascinating stuff. And then I got some new Shep Smith from today. Uh, and, uh, it's, it's all kind of awesome, but yeah, who God knows what's going to happen at the end of all this. Cause honest to God, I, 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 I sit there and I wish I could talk to myself, the, the Kenny pick of two years ago and say, look, slightly smaller buddy. Um, there's going to be a lot of crazy shit going on in two years and, and it's going to make you smile. <laughs> yeah. So, pick of two years ago, rain of two years ago was with you. Yeah, well, just um, yeah, you were here with me on the show. So, uh, yeah, I, I guess. So. Um, yeah. Anyway, just all right. We, yeah, <laughs> we we gotta we gotta go to the break. We'll be right back with more. Turn up the night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. Bells are jingling and they're jacking all the halls. Frosty and Rudolph, the Herald Angel calls. Little baby Jesus and the little drummer boy. In a little town called Bethlehem, to the world of joy. Think I got a fever. 
Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. I am Michelle. And I am Miles. From Mike Check Radio. We wanted to extend some season wishes of our own. From the mystic lands of Faerun, have a wonderful winter festival. <coughs> that means have a happy Wookiee Life Day. Oh, really? Well, yes. And may you all have a safe and joyous season. From all of us at Indie Media Weekly, radio for humans. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott! What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way. Totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my god! They've killed Kenny! You bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime! I have had worse, and it is showtime. Welcome back to it, uh, everybody. Uh, of course, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Hello. Hello, hello. And Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, also heard on the Tim Caramel Show. Welcome back. Hi there. So, uh, let's jump right back into this uh, Shepard Smith and Andrew Napolitano stuff. Um, I think they might be ready to start talking. They talk about Bill Clinton a little bit, but don't worry, everybody, because I was afraid once they started talking about Clinton, they were going to start 
t- talking about Clinton, and they don't. They just move right along. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you, it's this Fox News, everybody. You know, uh, you know. I, I think uh, honestly, I want to say. Uh, Thank God for Fox News. Thank God for Fox <laughs> News. Um. Oh, and that reminds me, you know, that that Texas judge uh, decided to uh, say that uh, the Affordable Care Act was unconstitutional. Okay, here's here's a little hint for everybody. They made Louis Gomer to judge in Texas. So, you know, (laughs) take that with a grain of salt. But we'll see what happens with the Affordable Care Act. Obamacare, motherfuckers. Um, And, uh, yeah, so here we go. Uh, Shepard Smith and Andrew Napolitano uh, picking up where we left off. Wonder what? that sort of thing would do to the country. Well, the pr- pr- Bill Clinton was... Definition of is, is. Correct. Bill Clinton <laughs> was interrogated before a grand jury, and he chose to have it on live national television so there'd be no dispute Please what let he Trump said. Do that. And he had it done in the White House. Yes. The grand jury was yes. not there, but the prosecutors were, and then that, that tape was played to the grand jury uh, immediately. That was by agreement. Correct. Well, I don't know if there's going to be an agreement here. Giuliani and company have been negotiating for an agreement. At one point he said the negotiations are getting closer. Then he said the negotiations fell apart. Then he threw that over my dead body, but I could be dead one day to Chris <laughs> Wallace on Sunday. Day, which to me said to Bob Mueller, we're still willing to talk to you. What's your professional take on uh-huh. what's happening? We're, we're learning about a number of different crimes that were committed, and we know that because people have pleaded guilty to them. Right. We have no information of any kind from this probe about russian collusion or anything like that is that by design or or what is that well bob Mueller's people have meticulously followed the book by which i mean they speak only in a courtroom and they speak only either verbally to a judge or in writing in the documents they file no leaks no lies no exaggerations come from their camp so for those who say there's no evidence of collusion, I say two things. First of all, the crime is conspiracy. Collusion is a media term. Yes. Secondly, we don't know what Bob Mueller knows. We know there were 87 communications between the campaign and people in Russia during the, the, the height of the campaign in 2016. We know that Bob Mueller has, has had a couple of people explaining those communications to him. Paul Manafort, until he stopped. Rick Gates, who may still be explaining them to him. General Flynn, who explained them to him in such a way that they reduced his uh, recommended jail sentence, jail time, down to zero, something the feds never do. Uh, I'm going to pause it right there and remind everybody, once again, this is on Fox News. Is this real life? It is. It is, yes. David. It is, David. Um, and and there's more to that clip t- still, but so much, so much in there. You know, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. The, and, and I love that Napolo, Napolitano pointed out, you no, know, no, conspiracy is the current crime. Collusion is a, you know, a word you use in the, in the news. Yes. You know, so so it doesn't matter. I mean, no, it, no collusion. Thing, no comes- collusion. <laughs> Shut up. It's yes. conspiracy. Malcolm Nance has said that for years, mm-hmm. literally. But I, I want to say this about Napolitano. Yes, he's worked for Fox News, but I said it, I think, about a year ago. The, the guy is still a judge. Well, he's not a judge now, but he, he retains the title. He wants to. He's one of those people who wants to save their reputation. And yeah. I don't know what's going on with a lot of other people over there, but 
Janine Pirro doesn't want to save hers. <laughs> oh, Jesus, Janine Pirro. <laughs> we'll get to that. Paul get... Ryan. <laughs> Let me say this really loud and mute and really with really hard S's. Yeah, she. I can't believe she was. I can't believe she was in governance at all in New York State. She's really just abrasive. She's cuckoo, man. And that. Yeah. Uh, but we'll get to that. Nicole Wallace has some fun at her expense. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to. Thanks to Joe for tracking that down. But um, uh, uh, Joe, uh, you want to you want to jump in on anything Napolitano said? Judge Knapp said there. <laughs> Judge Knapp. Yeah. He's, huh. he's, I used to dislike him. Oh, I hated him. But it's it, it's it's amazing um, how many conservatives that I always disliked. Um, I'm having a hard time disliking now. Yeah. I'm uh, sure she, I'll get back to it someday, post-Trump. I don't but think right there's now, ever been a time that I did dislike Shepard Smith, but he's not, I don't think he's a... No, no. I don't think no, he's a no, conservative she- at all. No, not Shep Smith. Never. Napolitano always uh, rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. Especially since he's Italian. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, Joe, it's interesting, and Ken, you alluded to it too, like suddenly, suddenly we appreciate some people who consider themselves conservative. And I've been going through this for the past couple of years, where I'm suddenly finding myself, quite honestly, listening to the Mm never-Trumper people who are on the, um, you know, on the, the conservative side of thought process and i appreciate that i probably will go back to not liking napolitano and david from and anna navarro um, bill crystal and anna yeah and even anna navarro and max boot se cup yeah se cup all of them (laughs) jennifer rubin i want to go back to disliking them for their policies Mm -hmm. yeah as opposed to you know, I'm I'm just not in the place where I can just dislike them because they're never Trumpers. I want to listen to what they have to say because yeah. they are Republicans and conservatives, and it it it, it opens my mind up a little more. If that makes oh, sense. Yeah, and and I, you know what? I think the 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 fact that I think their minds have been opened up as well in, in in the process of the GOP rolling over for the reality star birther in chief. Um, yeah. Because Jennifer Rubin is a perfect example. Yeah. Because they, you know, they are just, they're, they're in just as much shock as we are that it would, it would come to pass that, that, you know, anybody would ever consider this lunatic uh, worthy of sitting in the Oval Office. I mean, the, you know, the, Nicole Wallace is another one. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, yeah, Steve Schmidt. You know, Joe but Scarborough. Yeah, I do. I to think, you're, I think you're right that they're really, really in shock that it came to this. Yeah, and and, um, and, and down the road, I think that you know, people like them and people like us are going to be able to try and work a little harder to to find common ground with one another. Yeah, I think they're coming to the realization. And there was an article that I think you might have seen it. Rain in the Washington Post uh, about they lit the fuse and they're starting to realize it now. Yeah, uh, I, mean, on it. I don't know the exact article, but that makes sense. 
talking about Max Boot and, and all these people, Jennifer Rubin and all these people realize that all this time they were setting the stage for something like this to happen. Yeah. They were turning their backs on the... You know, let's go back to 1988, the election of 1988 and the Willie Horton thing. Yep. As much as they wanted to turn H.W. into a saint, he turned his back on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He turned that his back on that. That was racist as fuck. Oh, yes, yeah. And, and, when you, and, 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 and that wasn't and, even his fault. That was a pack. But the point, the point here was that but he all these little it. things that led up to this moment, mm-hmm. okay, yes. laid the groundwork for this. And and I, I believe it was one of the one of the conservative columnists who wrote it said, in some way, we lit the fuse here. Yeah, yeah, it's mm-hmm. true. I mean, it, it, I'm glad I I missed the article that you're talking about, but. It really is true. They, they, they excuse the Willie Horton ad. Yeah, they, they excuse uh, that. They excuse. Of, and, they and excuse the going back southern, to. Yeah, go ahead. I'm. It's the whole Southern strategy, all the way back to Nixon. Yes, it's, sure. It's, it's the Willie Horton. It's 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 all the legacy the, uh, of Lee Atwater. The strategy, the Southern strategy, was right. always based in racism. We can't say and, the end anymore. We can we we can imply it exactly, mm-hmm. and and I think that there are, I am I will say this, and I know I'm gonna piss off people in the chat room. I do believe we had good conservatives because conservatism used to be about being you know careful with how we spend the money. That really was conservatism to yeah. me, the way I understood it. We have to be careful with how we spend the money. And, and as to what Joe was saying, it morphed. And I think Willie Horton was a big turning point. Mm-hmm. Um, Lee Atwater was another big turning point. And Lee Atwater work, worked yeah. with H.W., right? Yeah. And, and of um, course, and don't forget, you know, the, the, uh, the scourge of the immoral minority, uh, a.k.a. moral majority, and... Uh, and Reagan's Reagan. Reagan's embrace of them, and you yeah, know that was even before all that. Yes, I mean, and I talked about on on the show, uh, uh, you know, today, you know, it's like, uh, you know, uh, not today, but talked on the show before. There are echoes going on right now of the the fucking satanic panic of the eighties with all these crazy evangelicals out there saying that oh, there's demonic forces that Trump is facing. No, they're called people who didn't vote for him. Yeah. You know, we yeah. have, you know, God forbid we, you know, whatever, uh, we use free will. God forbid we point out what we feel is indecent or or know to be indecent and, and don't want to sidle up to, you know, your, your philandering um, dirtbag insult comedy king. Not, not even comedy, just insult reality star game show host racist. I mean, yeah, okay. So, so you're you're okay with that? We know you've been a fraud forever. Well, you know the again the immoral minority, the the Falwells, the the Robertsons, the the Bakers, all all those freaks. You know, one one of the most interesting. I I, I read the article earlier today, and I I don't have the link in front of me, but it, it, the title of it and the article really laid it out perfectly and wonderfully was that, you know, as Republicans and conservatives rose to have more and more control, they reached a tipping point. 
Mm-hmm. And the tipping point was they had a choice. You can either choose power or you can choose a democratic republic. Yeah. And they chose they chose power. Oh yeah. And that's that's a really big way with where how we got Trump. Oh yeah, there there's been several. There's been several very key moments, there's stepping stones. Uh, that have laid laid this the This has been the going groundwork. on for decades. Yeah, and this is and 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 what happened? Uh, you know, I mean, yeah, people were saying, "Oh, Bush is a Nazi, Cheney's a Nazi." You know, I probably said it too a few times. <laughs> and now, you know, we're so yeah, close we're to having a Nazi. I, we're so close to having a fucking yeah. Nazi now. We, I, we I'd be definitely. The first- what you just said, I'd be the first to agree with you. I, I'm sure that I used really bad rhetoric with Bush and Cheney. I know it, and, and they I'm, deserved it. I might it. not take it back when it comes to Cheney. But. No, they deserved it. They deserved it because, you know, and we don't need to relitigate. Well, I don't, I'm not going to say, oh, I shouldn't have been so harsh because of the Iraq war, because fuck that. That you know, war was illegal. That war was illegal, and they're war criminals. And yes. I refuse to, you know. So anyway. Uh, and, uh, um, but uh, uh, let's get to the last uh, minute of this uh, Shep Smith and Napolitano clip. You say, as you always do, collusion isn't a crime. Conspiracy is a crime. But a minute ago, you said there's already a conspiracy and it involves the president. That's what you said. That's what um, Judge Paley said uh, last week when he sentenced Michael Cohen. He said specifically what again? So I don't know that he understand. used the word conspiracy. So I, I know, but so that our viewers understand this is not speculation. This the, is from the writing of the court. The trial judge said verbally, the president of the United States orchestrated and paid for this crime. The, referring to the crime for which Michael Cohen was pleading guilty. Now, the president and that said, is by definition a conspiracy? Yes. Yes. The conspiracy would be the three of them in the room. Michael Cohen, David Pecker... Uh, and Donald Trump. Now, the president has denied this. Pecker and Cohen have said it happened this way. The president said either I wasn't there or I don't remember or I didn't hear, but it didn't happen. Rudy Giuliani says it didn't happen. So at some point, a higher authority of some kind would make a determination on such a matter. Yes. Though the president He's does not want that to be a jury or of, of the Senate or, or a jury of his peers. Why not? I don't think he wants to get to that point. <laughs> that would be doomsday. Doomsday? Yeah. <laughs> That would mean that there's enough evidence to indict and try or enough evidence to impeach. That's right. Oh, and I had to play this. His name is Pecker. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so a higher power, Trump. A higher, <laughs> higher power oh, might be coming sorry. to... A higher power might be coming to judge you, Trump. You better get ready for that, buddy. I'm coming for you, Donald. Uh, so, yeah, God. God's coming for him. Uh, so <laughs> I'm trying to get over the fact that Pecker flipped. <laughs> so can we just start calling him Peroni? Yeah, yeah. You know, he, he bent for sure. He, you know, uh, he bent to Mueller's will. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh boy! And Pecker is a stand-up guy, right? Uh, <laughs> this case is going to be a solid, hard in court. If you can arouse him, yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> well, if he bent to his will, he must have Peroni's disease. Oh, yeah, Jesus. exactly. So, uh, he he was crooked too. So Mm -hmm. Pecker was crooked. You Uh, know, in all of this discussion, and this is good. I mean, what, what Napolitano said is, is important. I mean, but I think a lot of people, including myself, forget that, what is his name? Weiselberg? 
who was the accountant for the Trump organization. Mm-hmm. He has, he's, he's flipped. He's working with the special counsel. Flip, flip, where flip, all the bodies are buried. All of them. And, right. and, and actually, when we get back to, you know, when we talk about the Trump Foundation thing, Weiselberg didn't even know that he was a board member. <laughs> oh, what, what a mistake. Yeah, he was like, what, what a, a mistake of a maker. So. <laughs> so there, there are so many different angles in this that I, I cannot wait until Trump is gone. He oh. is, I, I don't believe in my heart of hearts that he can last to 2020. I just don't. Oh, they started running a commercial. Uh, I don't know if anybody saw it, but uh, apparently there's some uh, the his whoever his campaign man- manager is that creepy dude who looks like Louis C.K. Um, they, there's a new commercial out. I didn't even get to watch it, but it was on Mediaite this morning when I woke up, and uh, it's like, oh, the Trump 2020 re-election campaign already has a, a video where you can call a 1-800 number and leave a thank you message for Donald Trump. Call and leave a thank you message for Donald Trump. But when you call the 800 number, they want you to make a donation. Did you and call that's, Ken? And that's your thing. No, I didn't get a chance to see the 800 number. I, I, I'll see if I can find it on a break and give out that number to everybody. Um... So, because, you know, I love doxing people on the show, uh, especially <laughs> Nazis. Uh, uh, but, yeah, let me let me see if I can uh, Trump 20. I'll try and find this before I go to the break. If I go to Mediate and go to Trump 2020, there can't be that many articles with that topic. Um, oh, yeah, that guy. Wait a minute. Where is it? I swear to God it was there. Who's this guy's name? His campaign manager. Uh, um. Oh. 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 Um. Oh Christ, he's balding and he's he's in denial and has the little duck butt. Brad Parscale. That's Brad. yes. Yeah. Brad Parscale. Parscale. I like Parscale better. Yeah, it makes it sound like he has scales like a lizard. Um, yeah, he's in trouble too. So I hope so. Because he Brad Parscale read ran um. Trump's digital campaign. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, Which but means yeah. you know he probably talked to the Russians. Trump's campaign pan, uh, campaign. Here, here it is from the Washington Post. Trump's campaign manager uh, asks you to people to call a hotline and say thank you, President Trump. And I'm sure if it's an 800 number, they probably have to pay for every time you call. There's the number. It's 1-800-684-3043. Again, the number to call is 800-684-3043. Hey, I got an idea. Uh-huh. Hold on. <laughs> Let's we're see what happens. call it on the show? Yeah, yeah, we're okay. We'll call it when we come back from break. It's break time. So, Yay! Uh, that'll be Yay! fun. Let's see what it sounds like. But if anybody wants to experiment before uh, before we come back, please do. What do you think, Joe? Sound like a good idea? It sounds good to me. All right. So, um, hopefully, there's an option for them to do. But oh, you know what? I'll, if, if, if I can leave a message, I'm going to leave it as a little Jeff. <gasps> yes, that's, that's it. That's it. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. And if, if we can leave messages, I'm going to call this fucking thing all night. 
Uh, so anyway, let's go ahead and run to the break. Uh, we're going to have more on this stuff. We're going to talk about Flynn and the dramatic turn of events in the courthouse. Big win for the Mueller team today. Uh, holy shit. Uh, apparently his family was real happy <laughs> up until the end. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we're going to go ahead and, oh, if Mike Flynn Jr. cried today, oh, that would be great. Mr. Oh. fucking Pizzagate, you dirty fucker. Um, anyway, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. And we'll call 1-800-684-3043 to leave a thank you for President Trump. <laughs> Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. I want to look him straight in the eye, and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no-good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood-sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is! Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol? Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer-to-computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you! God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to Turn Up the Night the, with Kenny Pick, the Tuesday edition, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com, worldwide radio for humans, and of course, a couple humans joining me on the program. Uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau. Welcome back. I am still human. Good, good. And I am uh, still in the Beltway. And um, I didn't see the president's um, Marine One flyover, so he's still in D.C. Mm. Did you see Fat Donnie's Marine One? No, I can't. Here's the thing. When Marine One flies uh, over the house, I know he's in it because it flies like kind of sideways. Operation Dumbo Drop. And it, it always looks kind of unsettled. Like, oh, oh there it is. Is it going to crash? Because he's fat. God forbid. 
Um, and Joe Santoris, Grand Pennsylvania, the Electric City, uh, also heard on the Tim Cormel Show. Welcome back to the program. Also flying sideways. Oh, good, good. So I had a fish that swam sideways one time. He didn't live very long. Well, uh, uh, there you uh, go. All right, here we go. Uh, I'm going to call this number. I don't know if it's going to let me. Oh, yeah, I do have the keypad because it said to press one to leave a special message. One ringy dinky. Yeah, make sure I got Jeff ready. To go for Please this. press five to have your call connected. Okay. All right. It's connecting my call, hopefully. Well, I can see that they've got their technology up and running quickly. Oh, the number God. you have dialed is not in service. Please <laughs> check the number and try Thank again. <laughs> okay. Are you serious? Sure. Try pressing. Oh no, just dropped. Wow, the Trump hotline not doing so good. Let me let me check the number. <laughs> Please check the number and try again. Well, I will. I will check that. Um, let me see. Let me find find a Trump hotline. Is what I call this Trump hotline. And um, see, uh, edit. Hang on. How do I? Uh. No, wait a second. How do I? Uh, okay. Uh, I'll just remove it from context. Yeah, I'm gonna, wait, wait. Let me check the number. I can check the number from here. So it's 800-684-3043. That's what I got. All right, we're trying it again. That's Fuck what that. I wrote, da- I wrote that, that down. All right, adding it to group call again. I'm going to hit one. It says press, press one to tell Trump thank you. I should have just followed that instruction first. Please press five to have your call connected. Oh, dear God. Are you kidding? I've hit, I hit one this time. <sighs> do, 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 do. The number you have dialed is not in service. Hello, Please darling. check the number and try again. What, what's your name, darling? You sound, you sound nice. <laughs> call just dropped what the living hell what i don't know let's okay. uh let me let, i'll put it on speakerphone and try it from my my cell phone um holy we, moly yeah because that's the same i wrote that number down all right here we go so 1-800-684-3043 call put it on speakerphone let's see what we got all right. I can't use little Jeff on Thank it. you for calling to show your support for President okay. Trump and thank him for his efforts to make America great again. <laughs> After the tone, state mm. your name and leave a brief thank you message for President Trump. Again, state your name and say thank you. After the tone, press the pound key when finished. Hey, Donald, this is Satan. I just wanted to thank you for making me look so good. Everybody really hates your guts. And, you know, my poll numbers just keep going up. Again, this is the devil. Thank you. Before we add your support, please hold for a very important message from Brad Parscale, <laughs> campaign manager, Donald J. Trump for president. Hello, this is Brad Parscale. Thank you for supporting Hi. President Trump. I talk with the president every day, and I need to let him know who is with us. President Trump is keeping his promises to the American people. Our economy is booming thanks to lower regulations, massive tax cuts, and renegotiated trade America first. Finally, the working class. Forgotten Americans are winning. 
We are enforcing our immigration laws and making Americans safer because America is stronger around the world. But President Trump is under vicious daily attacks by the fake news media and far-left Democrats Devils. who want to implement the radical socialist agenda. Ooh. They will stop at nothing to overturn the election and remove your president from office. In 2016, Ooh. you, me, and millions of deplorables elected President Trump to bring change to oh, Washington and make America great again. But we need your help again to keep President Trump in office. We are fighting to make Ooh. sure President Trump is reelected in mm -hmm. 2020, but we cannot do it alone. We need help from Trump supporters like you. I need you to please press one now to make a contribution directly to President Trump's re-election campaign. Oh. Again, please press one to support President Trump's fight to make him... Okay, let's press one, see what happens. Now, after you... <laughs> Hi, thank you for calling the Donald J. Trump for President campaign. My name is Christy. Uh, oh. Can oh. I get your name? Um, yeah, I, I'd give it to you. I was just calling to see what this goofy hotline was all about. Um, you know, I'm sorry you have this job. Hopefully you'll get a better one someday. Goodbye. There you go. <laughs> wow. So. <laughs> Did you expect a real person? No. I didn't. <laughs> oh, Gracie. I wanted to say, hi, Gracie. Where's your wow. soul? Well, hopefully my message got, got recorded. Wow. So, wow. I feel bad. So I threw up in my mouth. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> anyway, there we go. Um, I put the Trump hotline back in uh, just in case I got a digit wrong or something. I'll try it again because I really want to leave a message as a little Jeff. Uh, Thank you for calling to show your support oh, wow. for President Trump I'm and thank him for his efforts to make America great again. After the go. tone, state your name and leave a brief thank you message for President Trump. Again, state your name and say thank you after the tone. Press the pound key when finished. Hi, my name is Jeff Sessions, and I want to thank you, Donald Trump, for breaking my heart. Yeah, how could you? Oh, what am I going to do with my life now? I gotta, I'm on a journey of Thank rediscovery. You. Before we add your support, please hold for a very important message from Brad Parscale, nah. campaign manager, Donald J. Trump for press. Yep, yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> you know so, what? yeah. <laughs> Ken, I want you to call back. I want you to talk to Gracie and use little Jeff. Um. Well, that means we'd have to sit through that whole Brad Parscale thing again. Oh, okay. So. Uh, nobody well, wants to hear that, that propaganda again. That would be worth recording for Friday's show. Could be. Could be. Yeah, you're right. So, I mean, um, Jeff, what's Jeff doing at your house? Is he earning I, a living? Um, no, not really. But now, and the thing is, I, this this poor person doing this probably works in a call center and can't control what their job is. So I yeah, really don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't want right. to. You know, right. I'm, it, it, we just don't know. We don't know. So, um, you know, like I said, I'm sorry you have this job, and I hope you get a better one. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's that. See, you're nicer than me, Ken. Well, uh, sometimes. Sometimes I'm a real asshole. So, uh, anyway, um, yeah, but, uh, you know, I, I just, unless they're a scammer, unless I know it's an outright scam, like it's the, hello, sir, I'm the guy who called you the other day and helped you fix your computer. Are you in front of your computer right now? Of course, I always am for those people. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's funny because they always tell me to type in the, the you know, they're like, you know, type in www. 
and and then I just Google the name, and they're like in the top one. Make sure it's in the top one, and I always put in the Google search, you know, the name of their company, and you know, and then type scam after it, and then I'm like, oh, did you want me to go with the you know, uh, you know, help my PC scam removal tool? Is that what what it is? Virus removal tool, <laughs> you know. Uh, so anyway. There we go. That's what happened. We called the number and, uh, yeah, call, call and leave your messages and hang up before Brad Parscale, you know, I'm because they got to pay every time you call the 800 number. So, Oh, that's true. You know, uh, cause uh, you know, those things, aren't, those things ain't cheap and it's a straight up 1-800 number too. Uh, and again, that number to call is 1-800-684-3043. So, all right, well, let's Again, get back in. That's 1-800-684-3043. Yeah. Uh, hang out before Brad Parscale starts speaking. <laughs> um, uh, so, anyway, let's go ahead and get back to some of our audio. Uh, well, let's, let's uh, I think we should just go right back in with Shep Smith and the big news today. Um, Michael Flynn's sentencing was postponed. Um, but uh, you know, and I just saw it and I was like, oh, okay. So sentencing's postponed. But then when I found out exactly why, <laughs> what the judge said, I was like, holy hmm. shit. Um, on a shingle. Yeah. He was mad. He yeah. Was mad. And, and then wait, and all, oh, and, and what, yeah, we'll, we'll try and get through this and get through this stuff from, uh, Nicole Wallace too. So, uh, here, here's, uh, from, uh, Shep Smith today. I there's a there's a jump in it with a beep. I, I it just means I beeped out stuff. He was talking about another story too, and I just clipped that out. Michael Flynn, you arguably sold out your country. The judge to the general in court today. It's noon on the West Coast, three o'clock in Washington, where that judge delayed Michael Flynn's sentencing at the last minute after asking prosecutors if they could have charged him with treason. The White House responding at its first on-camera briefing in three weeks. Our reporting begins with a shocking court hearing today. The federal judge excoriating Michael Flynn. Instead of giving him a sentence of little or no jail time, as agreed to by the prosecutors and the defense, the judge looked at the big picture and spoke directly to Michael Flynn, saying, All along, you were an unregistered agent of a foreign country while serving as the national security advisor to the president of the United States. Ouch. Arguably, that undermines everything this flag over here stands for. Arguably, you sold your country out. The judge making clear Michael Flynn might indeed be locked up and asking the defense repeatedly if it's sure it wants to proceed with the sentencing. Eventually, the defense said no and put it off for at least another 90 days. And during that period, the one upcoming, Michael Flynn may continue to cooperate with the federal government. At one point, the judge said he cannot hide his disgust and disdain for Michael Flynn's crimes. The judge also questioning Flynn about his and his lawyer about their memo last week that suggested that FBI agents might have tricked the former national security advisor when they didn't tell him lying to the FBI is a crime. You heard the theory floated by the White House and its defenders here and elsewhere. That all blew up today. Michael Flynn himself said he is not challenging the circumstances of the interview, that he knew lying to the feds was a crime when he lied to the feds, 
that he was not entrapped, that he was guilty. He said as much a year ago when he pleaded guilty to lying about his contacts with the Russians, then ambassador to the United States, Sergei Kislyak. The retired Army Lieutenant General served on the Trump campaign, on the Trump transition team, and on the Trump administration, and was also the first high-ranking former Trump official to agree to cooperate in the special counsel's investigation of Russian meddling in our election. And Michael Flynn's legal troubles are far from over. From the judge's stance today, they may have escalated. Earlier, President Trump wished Michael Flynn good luck in court. Luck eluded him. <laughs> uh, luck did elude him. And I, I got to say, I thought, I seriously thought um, Trojan Rabbit was kidding. And he said 1-800-873-2766 said that's 1-800-TREASON. I went to see what that phone number spelled online. And 873-2766 spells fucking treason. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah, but the phone number was 684. Wait. No, it was... Uh, it was I think eight, it was six eight four three zero. Oh wait, how did I how did I screw that? Oh no, I'm sorry. I, I no, I copied his. I copied what um, Trojan Rabbit typed in. Oh Trojan, you got me. <laughs> he so. got you. He is. He's 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 a freaking Bostonian. He's dark. <laughs> yeah. Oh Watch no. Okay. Them. That's what. That's what. <laughs> all right. All right. So. Uh, so yeah, sorry, I got a rabbit. No, that's okay. Fool me once. Shame on me. Uh, so, <laughs> but uh, Only twice, Boston. But anyway, what Flynn, what what um, what Flynn said? Or, I'm sorry, what the judge said to Flynn? Holy shit! Yes. Yeah. That was yeah. That was something. Well, he just blew up every right wing conspiracy hatched in the last two weeks. I mean, Joe, if it. I, I tuned into MSNBC after after twelve noon and then I turned mm-hmm. on. Uh, but he didn't he question Flynn and his attorneys like what what is this what is this bullshit that I'm seeing on right wing media? How you feel like you were tricked into lying to the FBI? Well, mm-hmm. he didn't put it quite that way. What he did was uh, what he did was he first walked Flynn through the plea and said do you still agree with this do you still are you guilty of these crimes do you want to withdraw the plea no are you guilty of these crimes yes and then he and and he, he went through a whole a whole series of questions about did you willingly lie to the FBI? Yes. Were you entrapped? No. Do yeah. you feel you were entrapped? No. So he went point by point without saying anything about right-wing media through all their... Actually, what he was doing was addressing the 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 memo that, they, that his defense attorney sent in that was based on right-wing media. Yeah, so what, it was, what he, the he, fuck he was using, attorneys? He was using... And... And then he turned to the attorneys and he said, "Did do, do you agree with your client? Do you agree with your client pleading? Yes. Do you agree that 
you know, he do you feel your client was entrapped? No. How so he got that all that? so he had them retract everything they said in that memo. Okay. And everything they said in that memo was basically Based put out there by, to by, get the right wing media to get all riled up. Well, it was mm-hmm. actually put out there by the right wing media and they used it because they well, figured the, they'd feed into that. The memo but it really pissed everybody off. It pissed off Mueller. It, yeah, it but what just, I'm saying is the memo was based on theories that were being spun the last two weeks by Janine Pirro, yeah, by so, Sean Hannity, you know, by 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 all the Foxies Fox and, and Foxville. Yeah. I guess and, the point that I'm trying to make is that his lawyers really blew it. Yeah. Big yeah, time. They, 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 they managed. Here's what happened. Why did they put a cop it out sto- there? A cop They're stops you. To be legitimate well, lawyers. A cop stops you for going through a stop sign. Okay? Red lights come on, you pull over. He pulls over. He comes up to your car. He says to you, "Sir, ma'am, you went through the stop sign." And you and he goes, "I'm not I'm going to let you go this time. I'm not going to give you a ticket, but I'm going to let you go. But watch it." And then you turn to him and say, yeah, but you're still a fucking pig. Okay, the guy was going to let you go, and now you antagonized him. And now he's oh, writing yeah. the ticket. And that's exactly what his lawyers did. They, they say, they, the table was set <clears throat> to let him uh, give him a, out of, a get-out-of-jail-free card, and he stuck it in their nose. I guess, I guess the biggest – I guess the point that I'm trying to make is that – Flynn has legitimate lawyers. Yeah. I, I are they that stupid that where they fell into the right wing media trap? Yes. Why? Yes. Why would they do this? Because you give lawyers you give lawyers way too much credit. Uh, well, <laughs> I do. I actually I do because I would like to believe that. Believe me, in my lifetime, I have run into many stupid lawyers. <laughs> yeah, but these are these are well, they're follow, like follow my thinking here. Follow my thinking here. I don't want to do a blanket thing about all lawyers being stupid. I'm not this either. Is, this is a high this is a really high profile case and I still I well, can't understand why they would think putting out that memo saying that Michael Flynn felt like he was duped into I don't know, duped into lying to the FBI or entrapped. It basically came they were saying he to, yeah, was entrapped. Entra- yes. Uh, these these are serious lawyers. These are DC yeah. lawyers. I mean, if you're well, if you're a lawyer, they fucked you up. Wanna, you want to go to DC. Yeah, they fucked it, up. Did we play it on the last show? I don't I don't remember, but uh I or maybe How it was making sense. Maybe it was just you from are. the other maybe it was just from yesterday, but Napolitano was on another Fox show. And they brought up the talking point of entrapment. And he said, no, 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 it's not entrapment. Entrapment is, hey, we want you to do this crime for us. Will you do this crime? No, I really don't want to do this crime. Well, you'd really be helping us out if you did this crime. Okay, I'll do the crime. That's what it is. He should have known straight off, don't lie to anybody in the FBI. Plain and simple. Don't lie to the FBI. Here's the thing, just to back everything up. Flynn was... He was the director of national intelligence before he got fired by Obama. Mm-hmm. He was a general. He he was also in charge yeah. of making sure that people got or did not get security clearances. It's not like There's he didn't no know way, better. 
That's the thing. He, there's no way in the world he didn't know. You don't lie to the FBI. And and quite honestly, if his lawyers put this out there, I, I gotta I gotta wonder how 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 corrupt is this? Because Flynn, even though he lied, and we know he's done some really bad stuff, even Flynn had to know. You don't lie to the FBI. Period. Full there's stop, that classic. Yeah, there's that classic reggae song. Uh, reggae song too. Don't lie. Don't lie to the FBI. Remember yes. that? So yeah. Well, I I don't <laughs> understand how his lawyers how his lawyers put out a report saying, oh, he didn't know that he wasn't supposed to lie to the FBI. Well, that, to me, is just such total. All right. We yeah. We got. Th- got go ahead. Go ahead, Joe. But we got to go to break. So make it quick. Okay, I just I just think that uh, again they fucked up. Okay, pure and simple, people fuck mm-hmm. up, and they did, and it blew up in their face because the judge sees the redacted stuff that's in 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 the charging, the stuff we don't know. Yeah, that's what made him angry. He knows mm-hmm. there's stuff in that redacted yeah. that Flynn did that we no one in this world knows except Mueller. Yeah, and judge. Okay, all that go. blacked out stuff the judge could read. Yeah, and he he's pissed off about it, and and it's much more, it's much more serious than than the turkey stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Which it, in and of itself is pretty serious. Yeah, so, yeah. And I that's agree. just that's, how that's, that's, that's just it. that's just the level of criminality that's going on here. Is that oh, the God. unregistered foreign agent shit is fucking small potatoes? So exactly. Uh, but anyway, we got to go to the break. Oh, and in defense of there being stupid lawyers. Look at all the dumb shit that Ben Carson said, and he was a brain surgeon. Grain silos, magic belt buckles. Okay. Look at all the stupid stuff uh, Rudy Giuliani is saying. Oh, the ghoul. And he was one of the foremost prosecutors in New York City. True, true. Yeah, but But, Rudy is now part of the Trump crime cabal. And 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 brains do soften. And of course, what do you say? What do do you call a a lawyer with... uh, 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 60 IQ, your honor. So, uh, <laughs> uh, Louis Gomert is an example of that. All right, break time. Green News Report coming up. When we come back, um, we're going to play a two and a half hour long game on the show. No, we're not. I'm kidding. No games tonight. Uh, so, uh, I, was, but, I was afraid you were going to ask me to put that ball gag back in my mouth. Oh, jeepers creepers. That ain't a ball gag. It's a mouth spreader. <laughs> All right. Green News Report coming up. Everybody hang tight. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. A smooth talking jive talking street thug. KennyPick.com. It's Tuesday, December 18, 2018. I'm the steward of our nation's majesty. Not anymore. Trump's scandal-plagued Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke is out. Close to 200 countries have signed on to the deal at COP24. UN climate talks make progress on the Paris Agreement rulebook. You are not mature enough to tell it like it is. Even that burden you leave to us children. As youth climate activists ratchet up the pressure. Plus, companies jump at U.S. offshore wind lease sale, shattering all previous records. All of those broken records and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. I'm the steward of our nation's majesty. 
Yeah, well, His Majesty just fired Jizenki. Adios, muchachos. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I don't know why it took so long, but Ryan Zinke is finally out or will be by the end of the year. Yes, Trump Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke will step down from his cabinet position on January 2nd. This was expected, but he does leave under a cloud of multiple ethics and criminal investigations into his actions. To say the least. Including real estate dealings in his home state of Montana. Zinke is perhaps best known for carrying out President Donald Trump's orders to shrink the boundaries of national monuments in Utah and elsewhere and his rollbacks of Obama-era climate and pollution standards for oil and gas extraction on the public's lands. Zinke's policy changes have put the U.S. on track to make both global warming and air pollution worse. And in case you're worried, don't be. There will be another creature to fill the swamp space left over by Zinke. Indeed. In the same way that scandal-plagued Trump EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt was replaced by a coal lobbyist, Zinke may be replaced by the second-in-command at Interior former oil and gas industry lobbyist David Bernhardt. Bernhardt is less flashy, but he's more effective at operating without attracting attention. It's a bottomless swamp. Zinke is heading for the exits right as the incoming Democratic House majority was preparing to make him actually answer questions about his numerous ethics scandals and deregulatory agenda. At least some of the Inspector General and Congressional investigations into Zinke's activities will continue. Good, they should. These are alleged criminal activities that the DOJ is looking at, so I would think that investigation would continue. Meanwhile, after two weeks of tense negotiations at the United Nations Climate Talks in Poland, known as COP24, over the weekend, nearly 200 governments agreed on a rule book for implementing the landmark Paris Climate Agreement to cut global greenhouse gas emissions that cause dangerous man-made global warming. The highly technical final rule book balances the responsibilities of rich nations versus poor and developing nations, and it sets up mechanisms for monitoring one another's progress. Rich nations will increase funding to assist poor nations in dealing with global warming impacts, and poor and developing nations will get more time to meet their pledges. In return for assistance, developing nations agreed to be bound by the same reporting requirements and transparency rules as the rich nations, and that will apply to all countries. All countries, including the U.S.? Yes. China reportedly stepped up in the absence of U.S. leadership to create the binding framework that will govern how the world responds to climate change for decades to come. Well, it's nice that we're following China's lead when it comes to climate change. It is important to note that the Paris Agreement targets do not go far enough and are far short of the level of action and speed that climate scientists say is necessary to stave off the worst impacts of global warming. A surprising part of the Poland climate talks, however, was the surge in youth climate activists in larger numbers than ever before, who were intent on shaming the delegates into increasing their ambition. 15-year-old Swedish youth climate activist Greta Thunberg's no-nonsense plenary speech pulled no punches. You say you love your children above all else, and yet you're stealing their future in front of their very eyes. We cannot solve a crisis without treating it as a crisis. We need to keep the fossil fuels in the ground 
We have run out of excuses and we are running out of time. Finally, some good news. While the Trump administration's lease sales for oil and gas drilling rights on public lands have failed to drum up much industry interest, Auctions for offshore wind, however, have broken new records. The latest lease auction for building new offshore wind projects off the U.S. East Coast broke a new all-time record high. Three companies bid a record-setting $410 million. Two of those three winners are oil companies. Really? Yep. Fascinating. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Hi, this is Tim. And this is Joe. And we want to wish all of you the happiest of holidays from the Tim Cormall Show. And from IndieMediaWeekly.com. And an important safety tip, drink responsibly and under no circumstances allow Ted Cruz to drive you home. Because we wouldn't want any of you to be found in the clown car this holiday season. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. <laughs> Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. All right. What's the difference between a vacuum cleaner and a lawyer on a motorcycle? The vacuum cleaner has the dirt bag on the inside. Ah, <laughs> uh, lawyer jokes. I've only been in the mailroom a week and I've heard maybe a hundred. Yeah. It all comes from a place of affection. Sure, of course. What do you get when you cross the godfather with a lawyer? An offer you can't understand. <laughs> Very clever. Never heard that one. And believe me, I have nothing but the utmost respect for your profession. I mean, it's a pillar of... Oh, why do they bury lawyers under 20 feet of dirt? Because... Deep down, they're really good people. <laughs> oh, what do you call a lawyer with an IQ of 60? Your Honor. <laughs> What's the difference between a tick and a lawyer? Oh, no. The tick falls off when you're dead. Bam! <laughs> Love that one. You like that? <laughs> Just joking. I, I want you to know how seriously I take my job. I'm the, grateful for the... Oh, how many lawyers does it take to change a light bulb? Classic setup here. Three. One to climb the ladder... One to shake it, and one to sue the ladder company. <laughs> Comedy gold. I'm here all night! There you go. <laughs> Had to get the lawyer jokes in. Oh, wait, here. We got, we got uh, I think, one or two more. What do lawyers and sperm have in common? Oh, just... Um, three million... No, wait. Um, one in three million have a, a chance, chance of, of becoming, becoming a human, human being. being. <laughs> <laughs> Love that one. There you go. So anyway, welcome back to the show, everybody. Um, uh, before we get back into it, a uh, couple uh, little announcements. Uh, I just wanted to let all of our contestants uh, who played on the show recently, of course, we had uh, Paul uh, Trojan Rabbit. He won um, 
the uh, what the what the hell is that fucking price uh, a couple weeks ago? Uh, and Francie won uh, about a week and a half ago or a week ago or something. And uh, Kat, unfortunately, did not win but got a consolation prize. Uh, all of your prizes went out in the mail today. So you should have them in time for uh, uh, Christmas. I told Susan, send them first class or priority, whichever is cheaper. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but book rate, I didn't want to take a gamble with that. Uh, and yeah, so there's some very, very fun stuff in... Uh, in those prize packages. And uh, I will tease that um, uh, in the... Uh, Joe, you'll appreciate this, but Francie and um, uh, Trojan Rabbit each got a little something from Bubble Genius. Are you there? Am I on the... the no, the damn I, button. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I keep sitting on it. No, okay. I, 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 I butt-muted myself. <laughs> so, don't do that. I thought maybe Sharky. Yeah, I did. So, uh, so that's awesome. Bubble Genius is awesome. Yeah. So little little something in there for you know. So again, you know, I I, I'm, I love playing the games, and if anybody wants to, you know, uh, do something, you know, we'll we'll do more games after the first of the year. Uh, it's just going to be too hectic to try and orchestrate something like that between now and Christmas. Um, but uh, and uh, 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 also, um, I will say this too. Uh, at least in Paul's, uh, I put a little something in there for your wife that came from um, the company where Joey Word works, the the candle making company. So uh, give that to her. That's in there special for her. And it's a it's a soy candle, and they they have a tendency to get a little oily. Uh, so I put it in a zipper bag so it didn't get on anything else. Uh, but it's in a little tin too. So I think I was just being extra safe. Um, Doc, are you losing your mind? Are you singing the song of your people right now? I don't know if you heard him, but he was like, wow, 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 in the background there. Uh, he's going, Hi, Doc. He, he's Hello, going crazy. Meow, he, meow, he's like meow. running back. He's excited because on my potty break, he, he, has, a, he has a coffee mug on the, on the sink in the bathroom. And what he does is because he's big and fat, he can't jump right up on the sink. So he got mad because I had the seat up, obviously, because I was doing a business. <laughs> And 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 sometimes he'll he'll try and jump anyway. Like, no 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 no, you can't jump uh, because you're going to be covered in pee. Um, so so I'm like so he he got all insulted and started to walk away because he couldn't you know because he looked at me and he moaned because he could he's too fat to jump on the sink without the aid of the toilet. So you know he uh, so I, I I was like hold on let me just finish and wash my hands and I'll get your coffee mug ready for you. So I put the filled it up and the water's real nice and cold coming out of the bathroom right now. Uh, so I put it in the mug and he was very happy about that. So now he's running around chirping and and singing and you know doing the little Scooby Doo oh. run, doing the Scooby Doo run in the hallway and everything. So uh, he got it. He got what he wanted. So he's he's it's his little victory dance. So he is a good <laughs> hug the hug the fur off of that fucker. Uh, Susan's <laughs> hugging him right now. Um, also, uh, I want to make note of the Christmas program that we have coming up. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to have time for. Uh, it, it's going to be a full three hours of programming. Um, but I, I, I maybe it maybe it might be two hours because I honestly might want to just listen to Christmas music uh, on Christmas night. 
but at the very least i do have one and so i might do one hour of like my christmas music and the royalty free stuff and friends stuff i don't know um it mixed in with some other little goofy stuff but the very least i did an interview one hour long slightly more than an hour long interview with uh, a good friend of the tim carmel show uh, Bart DeBear at Bart DeBear. Yay! Um, and it, it, it's not really a cooking show, but it's it's a it's a gadget, it's a kitchen gadget show. We talk in depth about two different cooking methods, and uh, I kind of squeak some, a little bit of uh, recipe information out of them. But it's mostly a review of of two different uh, kinds of products, which I don't want to spoil. And they're two things that I don't have. So it was a really kind of a fascinating conversation. Originally, it was supposed to be 30 minutes, but it turned into an hour plus. So it, he's just too easy to talk to, Joe. <laughs> so, yeah, Don, and his name's yes. Don, Don DeBear, but uh, he's at, you know, because uh, Bart was his, his Bart. late great kitty. Uh, so uh, at Bart DeBear is yeah, him on yeah. Twitter. So. But yeah, we got into some. Uh, we had a, a, a really interesting conversation on and off air. I almost wish I just would have recorded us for three hours because we just kept talking about all kinds of different stuff. Um, but yeah, so I want everybody to know that definitely will run on Christmas. Um, but I, I'm thinking I, maybe I don't know if if people want to tune in to uh indie media weekly on christmas night and you want just more christmas music than anything you know uh you know that we have a uh, the our our holiday music on the network is is a lot better than the shit you're going to get on most stations so uh and i will be switching this weekend uh this coming weekend to full rotation of of christmas music until about wednesday i'm not i don't even think i'm going to do a full week right now we have like I think four out of 20 songs are Christmas or holiday, whatever right now. And so uh, just not to, not to flog a dead horse because right now it's like, who wants to listen to it 24 seven? Nobody. Um, but you know, I, I figure for, you know, this, the weekend going into Christmas day and then the day after we'll do Christmas music. But, um, uh, and I, I, I should say holiday music because it's not just Christmas music, you know, uh, but it's mostly Christmas music. I'm not I'm not going to lie, but I, I'm an atheist. So <laughs> so, you know, if it doesn't offend me, it shouldn't offend anybody. Um, that's not true. Uh, so um, I just don't have a bone in this fight, as Adam Hebert would say. Um, uh, but any anywho, uh, yeah. So so I think that's all the stuff I wanted to mention. And of course. Uh, well, welcome back to the program, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C. Hallelujah. Hi. Holy shit. Where's the Tylenol? Hallelujah. Yeah. I Hallelujah. Holy shit. Where's the Tylenol? Go ahead. <laughs> I got nothing. So All it right. was a very interesting day. Yeah, we're going to keep talking about it in hour three. Michael Flynn well. could have just been like, okay, you're not going to jail at all. And instead, he walked away with a judge mm. saying, uh, you could still go to jail. Come back and see me in 90 days. And you might have committed treason. Well, yeah. Which I think we all... Am I wrong? But I kind of think he did. He did. Yeah. A little. Well, it was he did. Some, some light, light, light treason. Light treason. <laughs> light treason. Light treason. <laughs> 
And, um, uh, all right. So, um, Joe Santor says Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. Are you ready to do, uh, some name calling for us right now? I will, because I, I may have committed some light, light treason. treason. Yeah. So L L I L I L I T E treason. L I right. So, all right. Go out to Scranton with me. The place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm going to have to be taking your car today. See, I have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. <laughs> we could jam and joke your lives. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. Okay. Okay, biscuits. Biscuits it is. Biscuits. Biscuits. Okay, here we go. I I need to know (laughs) what you offer in the way of biscuits. Well, I'm going to offer this, lady. Those Those biscuits have gravy. Okay, the first biscuit is Adam Hubert. I love gravy. I love love gravy. (laughs) Hey, why don't you go back to your cookie tree, you little shrimp? Oh, Jesus. All right, whatever. Yeah. Go climb that tree and fall out of it. Okay. (laughs) We have have Adam Hebert. We have Francie, who who I, I recited how Nancy Pelosi... Uh, stole Christmas to on Sunday, which you'll hear after the show. Um, Heather, Jay Collie, Jeans Girl, Cat, Ken Senior. Hello, Dad. Hi, Dad. How are you? <laughs> hey, I told you to get back in your tree, didn't I? You little, you little, oh, hey, you so and so. You little pointy-eared little imp. Jeff, he's gone again. Dad is not here. He just he scurried can't up the tree. To you. He just scurried up the, Chris, the the aluminum aluminium Christmas tree. Oh jeez. Which, by the way, is a very beautiful tree. Thank you. He <laughs> shimmied up the shimmied up that pole right in the middle. Not, not, not to disrupt the, the name calling, but uh, Barb wanted to know if you have the rotating lights on that. Yes, uh, you, you couldn't really tell in the picture, but if I'm if I took a video, you'd be able to see it's uh, sitting on a table behind it. Oh, so. okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Lassie looks gorgeous under there. Okay, Thank anyway. Uh, Michelle in South Florida. Moon Mayor. President. Sandy in Derwood. Scoopster. Scoopster. Scoopster in Rhode Island. Let's just call him Scoopster. Oh, Scoopster, Rhode Island. Oh, yes. well, there shouldn't be two R's there. You should do like a, do a single R because it's All just, right. you know, my dimension. Then it'd be Scoopster, Rhode Island. Scoopster. <laughs> He's smart. He's smart. He's okay. smart. He's our scoop on Four Freedoms Blog. He's smart. He's smart. Okay, we have Scooter Cans. Uh, that's Kansas, I bet. And we have Theo. <laughs> we have <laughs> Tim Coromal. And we have, last but not least, Trojan Rabbit. There we go. Or Rabbit. Rabbit. Uh, ribbit, ribbit. Uh, yeah, rabbit, robot. 
I didn't see any uh, any birthdays. Anybody got a birthday out there? Uh, yeah, we have one. We have one okay. for. Um, oh, I got to play this since you said that. Uh, rabbit, robot, rabbit, robot, rabbit, robot, rabbit, robot. Ben <laughs> <laughs> Carson, the brain surgeon. Um, there you go. So, yeah, uh, uh, Sandy in Durwood said uh, her mother's birthday is today, and she was born oh. on her parents' seventh wedding anniversary. Oh. So, we'll, uh, we'll, do a, we'll do a double jingle here. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday! Oh, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, for a cheerful toast and fill it, happy anniversary, but be careful you don't spill it, happy anniversary, oh, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. A bada bada. The bada bada. The bada bada. The bada bada. The bada bada. Yep, there you go. So I just, I, I, I was, I was thinking maybe I should just play every. Uh, she was like, as the world celebrates. So I was like, I should just keep playing every jingle I have or whatever. <laughs> and then I was going to play last day, but last day wasn't in the cart. So um, I don't know why. Do you remember how fun it was to just make fun of the things that Obama said? Um, innocently. Like a yeah. bot Well, yeah. It, or it was, it was more kind of like... It was kind of celebrating the the musicality of the way he spoke for me. Yeah, because yeah. you know he 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 could I mean, sing. He could sing, bod, and he brought was not yeah. meant to make fun of him. No, it was just it was just fun. It was fun. It I, was a celebration of fun. of him uh, of him presiding. You know, being president while. Uh, uh, one of uh, the number one enemies of America had his uh, fucking brains blown out. Um, yes. So yeah, that was that was good. It was a lot. I mean, the dorkiest thing that happened around there was uh, when uh, Geraldo Rivera was saying, "Oh, happy day! Oh, happy day!" <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> yes. You're a God. fucking nerd. Seriously, not in a good way either. Um, so anyway, I, I, we can take one. We can take one quick call if anybody wants to call three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six. Um, but uh, you know, uh, but yeah, happy birthday to uh, Sandy's mom. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. And uh, we've always had an anniversary bush since uh, we are Jewish and couldn't uh, have a Christmas tree. Lol. Uh, that's great. <laughs> an anniversary bush. I dig it. So, um, but yeah, uh, th that's very cool. And you know what? I, I love talking to people about Hanukkah in Jewish traditions because they're so fascinating and so, so rich 
to me. You know, I just, uh, it's, I know everything there is to know about Christmas. You know, I mean, I was raised loosely religious, you know, not, not strict. And I had, but I, you know, one of my best friends when I was growing up, I went to church with him and his, at his father's church where he was the pastor, um, whose wife ended up cheating on him and leaving. And then he quit the church. (laughs) I don't know why he had to quit the church. Why did he have to quit? Is that, do you see that? Was that a Christmas special on the Hallmark channel? (laughs) Sounds like it. Sounds like it. Joe. Joe, I or believe it was, it was a Rankin Bass production. Or maybe it was an episode <laughs> oh. of Seventh Heaven with the Kitty Toucher. Oh, it did was, I just go it there? Was the year with the no, no, it was, no I, I didn't no, hear that. I think one. I think the Christmas oh. special that we're talking about was the year without Mrs. Claus. Oh yeah, there you go. So no, <laughs> what, what I said is I said maybe it was an episode of Seventh Heaven uh, starring the Kitty Toucher. You know the star oh. that the star oh. of that show. Oh, see. He he basically had sexual contact and with children. Wow, you went darker than me. Oh, you I did. did go dark. I, did. I was I was kind of just trying to be like, oh Santa, but nobody I, likes a skinny Santa, and so now I'm going to go and have an affair with the head elf. Oh, no oh, child oh, wants oh, to play oh, with a Charlie oh, in the box. <laughs> I, <laughs> I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus, and then daddy yes. walked in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and all, all like the Rankin Bass, that whole animation thing. I'm not the no only one who wants to play Rankin with Bass, a Charlie right? in the box. Sorry. I'm cute. I'm cute. She said I'm cute. With all the stop motion animation, yes. Oh yeah, we have that all that stuff on Santa uh, having an affair. Yeah, we have all that stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, I didn't mean to. Just I'm sorry. No, that's all right. I, I, oh, Sandy's Sandy's calling. Let's let's give her a few minutes to to okay. talk to us about. Uh, uh, okay, well, Sandy, thanks for calling the show. Uh, ha- I'm sorry. Happy belated Hanukkah to you. Thank you. You're very welcome. Your mom's birthday is actually the 25th. Tw- oh, it's on. Oh, oh it's on Christmas. Okay. Yeah. Wow. All right, very yeah. cool. Hard birthday, Sandy. Not when you're Jewish. Not when you're Jewish. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. See, this is how stupid I am. No, you're not Hi, stupid. You're smart. Hi. What? Yeah. But yes. <laughs> we, you're smart. We, you're smart. We're, we're reformed. Mm-hmm. My family's always been reformed. Um, we only lit the candles for Hanukkah. Uh-huh. And everybody always got together on my grandparents' anniversary and exchanged our gifts on their anniversary. It was a loophole. <laughs> so, and it was it was a big open house, and on one end of the table was the turkey, and on the other end of the table was the Virginia ham because they lived in Richmond. Oh, really? Oh, wow. That's wow. kind of yeah. hardcore. That was a big and the rabbi table. was always there. Yeah, no, but oh, did you they, had the rabbi? What, what yeah. was the was the you food? You had the rabbi. Well, I, now I know. Okay, I, I'm going to try and say this properly. Um, okay, so the ham obviously never just is kosher. the ham is not kosher at all. But you you guys never cooked kosher. You never did the separate pans for for this no. and that. Okay, no. So I didn't um, learn about any of that until I was in college. Okay, 
So, because uh, it, it, I, I, I don't know if you've ever heard, but, but my when uh, when I was a kid, uh, we had horses, and before we moved to a farm, we used to um, stable our horses at, at a, 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 a family's house. I, I think we became friends with through 4-H or something like that, or my parents' leatherworking, mm-hmm. because my parents used to make saddles and stuff like that, and bridles and all that stuff. Um, and... We um we spent a lot. They were, they were the Barlow family. We spent a lot of time with them, and at a very relatively early age, when I was like maybe seven or eight, I started learning. You know, because I you know nobody ever it never came up. There there were not a lot of Jewish families around, and they were Jewish. And I mm-hmm. kind of learned the hard way by putting my foot in my mouth as a child. Um, and it was good practice for me to become a little more sensitive at an early age to, to people differences with people because, you know, I asked, uh, one of the, one of the daughters, uh, who was kind of close to my age. I was like, so what do you want for Christmas? And she looked at me and she looked kind of hurt and she's like, we don't celebrate Christmas. And I was like, well, why not? We're Jewish. And I was like, well, what's that mean? I'm dumb. I'm a little kid, uh, but my voice wasn't that deep, so it it was more had, like it, it, it was more had, like this. That's how my voice sounded. So go ahead. <laughs> we had a Mormon family in our neighborhood. Oh, okay. Who didn't celebrate birthdays? How did you deal anything, with that? Any you know any holidays or anything? Right. Well, they weren't allowed to play with me because I was a heathen. Oh, of course oh, wow. you were. Wow. wow. That's harsh. Yeah. That and is they were, harsh. They were in school with me. So at school they could play with me because their parents couldn't stop them, but at home. Sure. Oh. Oh, that's wow. hard. That, that sucks. Yeah. They were allowed to play with only one other family in our neighborhood that wasn't Mormon. There were some other Mormons in our neighborhood that they were allowed to play with. The other Mormon families were allowed to play with anyone. They were the only ones that, that were that strict. And, of course, on Sabbaths and stuff like that, they weren't allowed to play. Wow. I mean, it was very different. I mean, we had Muslims in our neighborhood mm-hmm. growing up. Yeah. Jewish people, Catholics, you know, Christians, Mormons. We were a very diverse neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, it was pretty it, rural. I think we had a Hindu family in in our town uh, for mm, maybe like six or seven years because there were these twin girls. Uh, their names were Muna and Husna, and um, and me and my friends had mad crushes on them. Um, uh, but yeah, and but for the most part, it was you know, I mean, there was like one. Uh, african-american kid in my school uh who basically it and he he was he was part you know it was like obama he was you know part white mm-hmm. part black <laughs> and and live and he was raised by his, his white grandparents um in our town um but yeah it was it was not very diverse uh but so it would always kind of throw me for a loop because i was always in kind of this little bubble where everybody talked about santa claus and everybody talked about you know, Santa Claus, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and, you know, we'd get a little I, mis- misty about, you know, the little drummer boy because, you know, the, the, that's about as religious as Rankin Bass got, 
you know, or the or the Linus speech about the birth of Jesus and everything. And Rankin and Rankin and Bass went with the donkey. Yeah, they did do the donkey oh. thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I know what you're talking about. I didn't mean to cut so you did, off. I'm so did so did so did Rankin and Bass. So did Bachelor Party. So <laughs> one of one of our family names is Claus. Oh wow! Okay, and really? Okay. Yes, and we had an uncle who we always called Santa Claus. Because, nice. And if you see the pictures, like of Santa Claus, you would have thought that you know the cartoon one where the big cheeks and stuff and the little beard and oh, white nice. beard and stuff. That's what he looked like. Aww. So it was always it was always Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus. Well, if they my beard only ones sweet. that we didn't call Aunt and Uncle. If my beard uh, keeps going the way it's that's going, that's really sweet. That's what my nieces and Your nephews beard. are going to call me. My beard, <laughs> my beard is is getting a lot of white in it. So really, Kenny. Well, you saw about how much it had. It's it's a lot. It's it's mostly like on the sides of my chin, you know. So. Well. I don't know, man. That It'll was only good... last June. What is yeah. Trump doing to you, Ken? I don't know, but I don't have a gray hair He's on my head. All of us. I don't have a gray hair on my head, so I'm excited about that. Good God, so. Sandy, he is aging all of us. Yeah. So. Well, did you see the picture of Melania as a blonde? I mean, she looks like she's aged 20 years. I I'm glad you brought that up. I I I I. I don't have a problem with women dyeing their hair. I don't care about that. I, and it, I'm going to put everything how I feel about Melania aside. I think that she looked perfectly lovely with her brown hair. She's mm-hmm. back to being being a brunette, by the way. Ah. That Already. blonde, that blonde look. I was like, no, no. Did you? No, did no. Did anybody see her pre Bondo? No. Sorry, bad what joke. Is, what is, what is Bond? <laughs> Bondo is what she. Bondo is what she. Something you put on the side of a car when you have a hole in it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, but no, I'm, I'm with. I'm that's with my joke her, for plastic her, surgery. Her blonde is terrible. Yeah. I just. Uh, I mean, I just noticed the wrinkles in her neck and and under her, her eyes and stuff, and I was like, wow. Oh, yeah. she'll get some injections for that soon. She'll get some injections for that soon, I'm sure. She, she just, she's, she she's, just, her, her she and Ivanka was, are both working on that bloated corpse look from all the fucking Botox. It's disgusting. I'm sorry. I I'm not. I'm she's not trying to look like Ivanka. I'm not down Creep. with. That's what she was going for. Yeah, I'm Creep not. Bad. Well, then Donald Creep might want to sleep bando. with her pre Bondo. Bondo, yeah. I'm, <laughs> That's, it's my that's it's, harsh. That's my that joke. It's my joke about plastic surgery. So I don't <laughs> like it. I, I think it's 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 grotesque in it's uh, it's mutilating your body. Um, you should it, yeah, embrace aging. Hand. Embrace aging. So, uh, but anyway, um, well, I, I, we're we're I've over we're over in time. Sand swallowed it. Yeah. All right, well, we're, we've gone over in time, Sandy, but I appreciate you calling and sharing a, a little bit about your uh, about your holiday. Uh, that was very cool. You're welcome. And it was a fun holiday. I still have ornaments that we made when I was a kid for the anniversary oh, nice. bush. For the anniversary bush. Yes. <laughs> How tall is the anniversary bush? 
uh, it depended on what size that they could get that had a ball on it so he could plant it outside after. Oh, wow. Oh, God. So their yard was full of bushes then. Yes. Wow. Well, kind of. <laughs> the the outskirts of his yard were lined with Oh, them. so it was a big yard. Okay, gotcha. So Yeah, they were they were on a couple acres. Well, there you go. Did you name so. any of them George? <laughs> I don't know, but when I was back there um, about 10 years ago, they had all been cut down. Mm. Oh, wow. Which was about 30 years after they passed away. So. As long as none of them were burning. Okay. <laughs> well, Sandy, I hope you have a wonderful anniversary Bush Day coming up. Uh, happy yes. birthday Thank to your you. happy birthday to your mom. <laughs> and um yeah, and uh don't keep it kosher. So. Believe me, we won't. All right. <laughs> All right, have we'll a talk great night. Don't be a stranger. Have happy a holidays. Bye-bye, Sandy. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. And, uh, oh, man, I forgot to tell her to keep the war on Christmas alive. Uh, so, anyway. <laughs> oh, it's it's uh, alive. Don't worry. It is. It is. It'll just look, look at Fox News. Just not on Shepard Smith or Napolitano because they don't care. Uh, so, anyway, uh, we're going to go ahead and run to the break. Sorry oh, we're running so late, but we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night uh, right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I got I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. <laughs> and now, on with the show. Can I refill your eggnog for you? Get you something to eat? Drive you out to the middle of nowhere? Leave you for dead? Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to the week before Christmas Tuesday edition on Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. Happy holidays, radio for humans, all that jazz. And, uh, yeah, so welcome back to the program, Mr. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. I don't know if I should go down that hill there. <laughs> the only thing the only thing between me and that hill is a, is a piece of government plastic. 
Well, yeah. <laughs> Good old cousin Eddie. Not uh, well. Uh, well, you know, hey, if he waits, uh, apparently there's uh, you know breaking news here. Uh, Trump boasts beautiful border wall, not concrete, but artistically designed steel slats. Okay. So maybe there'll be government steel I... slats on that hill. Uh, <laughs> And, and Rain says, I. <laughs> Rain, Rain for, for Freedom's Log in Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the program. Did he really say that? Uh, yeah, I think he just tweeted out, well, since we've been doing the show, uh, he put, um, Jesus Christ. he put, the Democrats are saying loud and clear that they do not want to build a concrete wall, but we are not building a concrete wall. We are building artistically designed steel slats so that you can oh easily God. see through it. It will oh, be Jesus beautiful. Christ. It will be beautiful at the same time. Give our country the security that our citizens deserve. It will go up fast and save us billions of dollars a month once completed. Well. Okay. Can I, okay. Uh, I, can I unpack that just a little bit? Sure. I, I, I also have a, a, a wall-related uh, funding clip from oh the press God. conference today, but uh, go ahead. First off... The wall is not an architectural design element. It'll be artistic, apparently. Okay. Um, so, that's my biggest thing. Oh, it'll be a beautifully designed slat. Uh, what? Stop it. Stop it. Nobody wants it to look beautiful. Nobody a, wants it. And the people slat. who do want it, they didn't ask for it to be architecturally beautiful. No, no. And, the and, the Trump and cult? the other part, the no. other part of that tweet when he said there's going to be things in there where you can look through it. Yeah, I find that really interesting because many, many reports that I've read is that Border Control has said specifically we don't want a wall, and the reason why we don't want a wall is because that means we can't look on the other side, we can't see what's happening over there, and that's a security issue. Well, it's going to be see-through. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I'm sorry for all of our Christian brothers and sisters, but God damn it, Jesus Christ. God damn it! <laughs> oh, God damn it! God damn it! I'm not sorry. This is uh, the stupidest... This, I mean, the wall has always been stupid. But well, really... After after he today we found out stupid. that Trump is like we are we're not going to close down the government. I'll find another way to fund our border wall, but so we can keep the government open. Well, Rain, I got I got to say something. You think you think the wall you think the wall is stupid? Stupid. Yo, you don't even know what stupid is. It's about to get all stupid up in here. ABC News Terry Moran was at the uh, at the first White House press briefing in three mother loving weeks. Oh, with, that with one today. Sarah Hickabilly <laughs> Slanders. Sarah Hickabilly Slanders. Um, who? Okay. All right. I know there's an issue with her eyes, like you know, one being higher than the other, and everything like that, and whatever. Oh, I'm not I gonna, saw her makeup today. I'm not going to make fun of her for that. But why don't you fucking keep your head straight? She can't keep her head straight. It drives me crazy. It makes me, it makes my head start to turn when I watch it. I'm like, why is my head turning? It's because her head's turning. It's like I, I when when some when you're speaking, you shouldn't cock your head like a curious puppy dog. I have I, I have I have a theory. 
It might theory. be something with her vision. Maybe it's something with her vision. I shouldn't. I shouldn't yeah. trash her like that. So no, I'm gonna no. My theory is is that she has a a problem with how her spine is connected to her head. Well, she has no it's, spine, so maybe of, maybe that flop, it kind of flops around. Well, I tell you, I I just I maybe have she's been taking too much um, uh, Shamex and it's weakening her bones, <laughs> the bone density. <laughs> so uh, I couldn't no, believe today that today was actually the first time I actually saw her on TV. I put MSNBC on on our TV because we have the Hulu Plus. Sure, sure. And and I I watched her and I was like. Why do people put tri- black triangles on the outside of her eyelids? I don't even like, know. It, I don't even I, know. I'm saying this as a woman. I was like, that's not good. You no. should bring Scaramucci back and whoever he had you use as a makeup artist. She should bring back the smoky eye. Everybody was like, oh, Michelle Wolf made fun of her appearance. How is it that you dumb mm-hmm. motherfuckers don't understand the difference between makeup and natural appearance? It, Fucking it, it, idiots. Maybe she's But you're born right with about it. the fact that she does. Her head does like this little kind of, I'm going to look at you, but I'm going to put my head slightly back. And then I'm going to roll my head around and look at you. And in well, between, head, I might answer your question. But Her head was like answer. tilted to the right the whole time. And it, it and it's just it just drives me crazy because, it, I, I, I seriously, if I watch somebody like that and they do that constantly, I will start to turn my head. And it's like... I'm sorry. I like to keep my head straight up and down when I'm speaking and when I'm standing she's, and when I'm sitting. She is a strange woman. She's strange. I can't. It feels her good. Out. It feels good to keep my head straight. I feel like I'm using my neck muscles. It's nice. It also feels good to have good posture. Yeah. So anyway, and I don't think that she has good posture either. Anyway, does anybody um, really look ter- at her shoulders? I no. I really don't. No. Well, you will next time. All right, there we no. go. So no, I won't. <laughs> no, yeah. no. no, sir, I don't no, like it. <laughs> yeah. All right, well. Uh, uh, okay, here's uh, Huckabee Slanders. Uh, Hick- Hickabilly Slanders. Hickabilly Slanders of the Crooked Head. Uh, a former Smokey Eye. Um, and uh, Terry Moran from ABC News uh, asks her about the funding for the wall. And this is fucking epic. With the deficit ballooning to over a trillion dollars under this president, where are the additional monies for this wall going to come from? And why is he asking the American taxpayer for them when he promised Mexico was going to Would you be surprised that everything that comes out of, out of her mouth is utter bullshit from this point forth? Would you be surprised? I think you won't be. Um... <laughs> Is that rhetorical? Uh, yeah, it is. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> Continuing. Not asking American taxpayers for that. Uh, <laughs> we are looking at Bullshit. existing funding through other agencies right now that we Bullshit. can draw on to do that in immediate, uh, immediately. So the president's been clear. The president mm-hmm. has been clear that the USMCA deal would provide additional revenue through that mm-hmm. deal that would show that Mexico is paying for the wall. The, the, the trade benefits, if there are any, don't don't go to the Treasury. He's saying that the revenue provided and the money that would be saved through the USMCA deal, we can pay for the wall four times over. And by doing that new trade deal, we have the opportunity to pay for the wall. Let's go to private citizens. Don't go to the United States Treasury. He's talking about the general revenue that comes from that. 
So you're going to tax bullshit. We're not taxing. We're talking about additional revenue that wouldn't have existed without the president getting a new deal. Have you done the math on that? that, that, that there, are, there have been a number of things that we've looked at in which we know we'll have additional revenue that comes in through the USMCA. From the USMCA we think, we'll have, we think there will be more than that that comes in. It's like the Jaws buzzer. God, you know what? You know what? I I hope I can phrase this correctly, but this is like somebody saying, "I'm going to I I need to stop eating as much at McDonald's, and so therefore I'm going to go to the gym, and because I'm not eating as much at, at McDonald's, the McDonald's is paying the gym." Yeah, perfect analogy. Perfect analogy. This is just so ridiculous. Uh, if you got, I love that. Uh, it, it, Terry, uh, Terry Moran is like, have you gone through the math on that? And she's like, Oh God! This is ridiculous. I, 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 you know, I know. Actually, Trump, Trump, Trump has been clear. Trump has been clear on how that Mexico is paying for the wall, and it goes like this: Bing, Bing, Bong, and Dad. Oh, I get it now. (laughs) I get it now. Full circle. Uh Jesus Christ! Mexico is paying for the wall because the person who needs to not eat McDonald's is going to the gym. It's, it's, it's ridiculous, I, 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 but it's I, true. I mean, seriously, uh, this, you know, and, and again, the ballooning deficit of over a trillion dollars. Yeah, how can look that at be a problem as, anymore? If you look at it as money is being fungible. <laughs> What, like a mushroom? Like yeah, Trump's well, penis? Not, not fungible. <laughs> not fungible, yeah. <laughs> uh, not fungible. Okay, uh, I, I, thought, fun- I thought you were talking about Trump's penis. And that's spongible. Because <laughs> it could be spongible. Fungible. Well, let's see. Because I ate a Taco Bell. Sure, okay. And they gave me a coupon. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Great. in a way, they're helping to pay... For the wall. Yeah, I mean that's unexpected revenue. There you go. I that's that's stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> oh no, no, not it, you. I not know. Just I, I know, but Rain, like I said, I you said you thought the wall has always been stupid, and I said stupid. Yo, you don't even know what stupid is. It's about to get all stupid up in here. And stupid up here, up in here, it did get. <laughs> still trying to figure out how okay so mexico is going to pay for the wall and now um we're not going to talk to mexico and so we don't talk to mexico and so we don't have any money with mexico but we're going to go over here and therefore we're saving money from mexico and somehow we're paying for the wall and it it, none of th- this is stupid. I am terrible at math. I have always been bad at math. But this I, I is am not, too, and I'm an fucking math accountant. Math doesn't add up. Here's the thing: it has nothing to do with math. No, 
No, you're right. It has, you're it right. has to do with smoke and mirrors is what it yes. has to do with. Smock, smock and mirrors. Smock and mirrors. Smock. I'm smock, sorry. smock and kofetha. Smock. Oh, I missed the smocking gun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really. I, I mean, needed that. I all, needed he, that this holiday season to get my cards together. Right. He calls the president of Mexico and begs him to go along with his joke, to which he is told no. So then he gets pissed off, and now he's going to have this convoluted formula that he came up with. Whereby Mexico's paying for the wall because we're not paying for the wall, so it must be Mexico. But we're we're not paying for the wall because of I I I I, I am so oh my god. In yeah. the meantime in the meantime, less than a week ago, guys, mm. guys, less than a week ago, there was a meeting in the Oval Office between Trump, Nancy Pelosi, and Chuck Schumer about the wall. Epic. And 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 Nancy Pelosi said, "You don't have the votes." And Donald Trump said, "I will accept. I'll I'll take I'll take the sh- put the shutdown on me." No, no, Nancy I have the, I have the clip. I have the clip of what what Trump said. Bing, bing, bong, and that. <laughs> but Nancy Pelosi said, "You're not getting the money for the wall." Period. So the mm-hmm. fact that when Trump turns around and says, "Oh yeah, Mexico's still paying for the wall through this," I don't know. This is this is not even smoke and mirrors. This is like the shell game. I know what he's mm-hmm. going to do. He's going to have Cohen set up a shell corporation to pay for the wall. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and there you gonna, go. And the wall's going to have a non-disclosure agreement. <laughs> oh, that might have been part of his beautiful. plan. Oh, real quick. It's been part of his plan, but Jesus, this is ridiculous. Hold on, hold on, real quick, everybody. Um, I've been trying to get, uh, I'm trying to get little Jeff. Uh, I'm with some, you, Moon Mayor. I yeah, said uh, penis twice, and he well, didn't hear. Well, <sighs> don't say penis in this house. All right. Well, yeah, on that note, I was just Sorry. saying. I was just saying. I've been trying to train little Jeff to be an elf on a shelf to monitor what children do and report back to Santa Claus. Oh. So I set him in front of the computer with the chat room on it, and he wanted to report back to me. So Jeff, what are you seeing right there? It uh, looks like um, Moon Mare says apparently Kenny is deaf to the word penis today. Don't say penis in this house, Jeff. I told you. You can do the elf on the shelf training, but you can't say penis. Don't say penis in this house. But I just said it real small, like I just said it in my little teeny tiny voice. Come on. Wait, was that a little mushroom say- sized? And besides, like, no, hey, you know what? You know what? He, he's a he's I, a little prick. I'm, I'm better hung than Donald is. I can tell you right now. I'm See, like I, an elf. I'd like you. I'd like you better. I like you better hung too. Oh, you showing so you made you made Kenny laugh while he was doing my voice and that ain't funny. I'm get, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Jeff Okay, he's he's oh. gone. Jeff. He's gone. God damn it. So he is really a snowflake. He said it. <laughs> I mean he he just shimmied right up the center pole of the uh, the aluminum <laughs> tree again. Right back in the <laughs> there top, goes. sulking. There he goes. Tiny, I hope he didn't step on Lassie. Did uh, he step no. on Lassie? If he did, okay. there, there'll be hell to no. pay. There Lassie will be. Lassie would have so. bit him. 
Damn right. Damn straight he would. Lassie, 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 there's an elf in the tree. Oh, wait, wait. No, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Jeff. Jeff, look out. I don't think he's going to yeah. recover from that. Uh, he didn't expect me to say yeah. I'd let him, like him better hung. <laughs> okay. Well, I did put one of those little Christmas hooks in his head to get him All back. right. So went right through one ear and out the other. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. That must have really again, hurt. Again, Nothing came out. Are his, are his, is his ears pierced? Uh, they are now. I bet his uh, They are now. <laughs> you know that? Yeah. Um, I, uh, maybe. I, do. I, have a that has a, I think it's pierced. All right, Don't it's you? break time. It's break time. Uh, so little Jeffy, little Jeffy just uh, met, might have met his final fate. We'll find out after the break. Maybe he was saved from the jaws of doom of, of Lassie. Um, <laughs> but we'll find out. We'll find out after the break. So uh, here we go. Tribute to our last human president coming up. Melikalikimaka, everybody. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. All of us need to stop focusing on the lobbyists and the bloggers and the talking heads on radio. And KennyPick.com. Ah, banana oil. This is a song my mother used to sing to me when I was growing up in the Hawaiian Isles. Sing along now. Melekelekimaka is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you From the land where palm trees sway Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright The sun will shine by day and all the stars at night Melikilikimaka is Hawaii's whale To say Merry Christmas to you Melikilikimaka is the thing to say On a bright Hawaiian Christmas day That's the island greeting that we send to you From the land where palm trees sway Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright The sun will shine by day and all the stars at night Melikilikimaka is Hawaii's well Christmas to you. To say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees swear. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright. Sun will shine by day and all the stars at night. 
You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan, co-host and Dungeon Master of Mike Check Radio. And I am Miles Lagan, co-host and Galaxy Master of Mike Check Radio. You know, a Galaxy Master is just a glorified Dungeon Master, except for you play with laser swords. They're called lightsabers? Anyways, tune in every Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern to hear host Adam Hebert and us discuss politics and nerd stuff. Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Sunday, 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 come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow! Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Rain and Bobber from ForFreedomsBlog.com. And we'd like to continue the war on Christmas by wishing everyone at Indie Media Weekly and turn up the night a happy holiday. Yeah, that's right. A happy freaking holiday. Merry Christmas. Not in this liberal utopia. Happy, happy holidays, holidays and, and don't, don't drink the green eggnog. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, D.C. And oh, hold on one second. Hang on. Hold on. Jeff, did you want to tell everybody anything? Oh, I'm okay now. Actually, 
I turn into a wear collie after I got all bit up by Lassie. <laughs> so now I'm, I'm a shapeshifter. I can turn from a cuddly little creepy elf into a cuddly little creepy dog man. Wow. wow. That's... Okay. So, uh, so now... The the saga of little Jeff has just taken a turn. I mean, how, how do you how do you feel about now being uh, uh, not one but two supernatural entities, an elf, and now a were collie? You're a racist. What? Yeah, he doesn't like being called an elf, and apparently he doesn't like being called a were collie now, even though he just wow. called himself both. He really is a snowflake. Wow. It's He's little. To say those words. You can't say those words. Only me. Okay, Jeff. All right. Snowflake. He's an angry little Jeffy. He's an angry little elf, isn't he? Well, (laughs) at least you know. uh, I'm just glad he survived that that terrible chomping he got earlier. So um, I don't wish death upon anybody or elf. Well, you know, I guess I shouldn't have screamed this when uh, he ran in there. Uh, Pork chop sandwiches. To Lassie because Lassie mm. thought he's a pork chop sandwich. <laughs> no. uh, so yeah. I got you, Trojan Rabbit. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I forgot to mention this too. Uh, Francie sent me and Susan some gifts, uh, which was very nice. Uh, she sent me a really, she sent me a miniature version, uh, a Mylar balloon of the inflatable baby Donald. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, no. she sent me that, and she sent me a car air freshener of a crying Trump that pissed his diaper uh, that is an orange-scented air freshener for the car. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I was thinking about wow. just hanging that on the tree, you know, because it's, like, ornament size. Um, and uh, and she you, also she sent really Susan... Piss smells that good? Uh, I doubt it, but I don't think anybody would buy it if it smelled like Trump. <laughs> so no. you know, you gotta you gotta have at least one one good selling point. Um, and she uh, she also uh, sent Susan what looks like a handmade snowman pin. Uh, I'm not sure if she made it. She she just left, so I'm sorry she left before. I, I should have mentioned this um, uh, sooner, but. We just got it in the mail yesterday, so I'll, I'll try and remember to mention it on on air on Friday, um, and uh, I'll, I'll tell her to go back and listen to the podcast too if she wants to. Um, but um, but uh, yeah, I'll, 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 again, I promise I'll try and remember for Friday. Um, and yes, and look for and again for for Paul and Francie and Cat. Uh, look for your prizes to show up this week. Uh, so, and Cat, I got you a pretty cool consolation prize. I got to say. It's pretty sweet. Sweet being the operative word. Uh, Ooh, so, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, there you go. So, uh, make what you will of that. Uh, and uh, hopefully they'll arrive by Friday. And, and I'll just say, fuck it. Free for all. Everybody call in on Friday. I think maybe we'll just do that on Friday. Maybe we'll just do a big call-in show for Friday. Uh, because I'm still, I'm waiting on stuff to arrive in the mail. Uh, I or stuff I ordered like a month ago still isn't here. Uh, so I'm getting a little nervous. Oh. Uh, like, uh, like little Jeff said, uh, many, many months ago, uh, you know, he said, uh, makes me nervous. Makes me nervous. <laughs> makes me nervous. Yeah. Get out. Jeff said out. Out. 
So shimmy back up the tree. <laughs> that's a that's a noisy shimmy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was him running into into the back out of the room. So oh okay. Um, all right, so let's get to the last bit of audio. And I'm sorry, I don't have it in me to do a Mad Lib tonight either. We'll do Mad Libs on Friday. I'll find some uh, holiday-themed ones for everybody. Um, but I don't want to get back to our audio. Since we left off with um, Hickabilly Slanders, we'll, uh, we'll get her response to the, uh, the, the Flynn sentencing delay and the judge's comments. I'm not sure who this was, what reporter this was. Oh, no, no, no. It was John um, oh, John Roberts from Fox News, I think. I think that's his name. Is, is that the white-haired guy, John Roberts? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't uh, know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. If it's not John Roberts, it's whatever. White-haired dude from Fox News. It's um, Fox News. Yeah. So, so, uh, I think it's John Roberts. Yeah. Uh, I know it's Roberts. Never trust a man with two first names. No. Um. But yeah, so this is uh, this is about two minutes long, and it's pretty awesome. Because would you be surprised that everything Sarah Hickabilly Slanders says is coded in bullshit? Fine, oh. fine grade. Bullshit, bullshit. Yeah, listen to this. This is so cringy. Is there a reaction to the delay in the Flynn sentencing and, and the rather unusual inquiry from Judge Sullivan this morning asking prosecutors if Flynn possibly committed treason? Uh, the delay is something between General Flynn and the courts, uh, and that's something for them to determine what that timeline looks like. In the meantime, we wish General Flynn well, and we'll continue to focus on uh, doing what we do here every single day. Yeah, what, about the, what about the inquiry as to whether he committed treason? Does the president see any reason why Flynn should be asked if he committed treason? Uh, I'm not aware of anything that we would know of that would indicate that. Senator, I was in the courthouse at the courthouse last hour when the the judge Emmett Sullivan basically said that he was disgusted by Michael Flynn's crimes. He said that uh, he had disdain for Flynn. Uh, Flynn said that he knew that it was illegal to lie to the FBI, and he was ready to accept responsibility. This was all before agreeing to a delay in sentencing. Given that, are you in a position now, or would you like to revisit your comments earlier today that uh, the FBI ambushed Flynn? No. Uh, no. <laughs> no. I, I, no. I paused it. No. I paused it. I love that. Would you like to revisit your comments earlier today? You know, that he was ambushed by the FBI? No. <laughs> it, that she said no, that. That no was, was like the no at the end of the... Uh, uh, the clip we played earlier, the, the timely, quantifiable, and oratund, that was the same no. It is timely, quantifiable, and oratund. Do you know what that means? No. 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 <laughs> no, no, I don't know. No, what? No, 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 no. No. Oh, what? No. Oh, Yeah, what? it's a little reminiscent of uh, the so Paul stupid. Paul Manafort, uh, this. That, that's what he said. I, I don't know. That's yeah. what I said. That's obviously what the, the our position is. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's yeah, just like whatever, that. Yeah, no revisiting. No revisiting. <laughs> there's no re- revisiting in the court. Yeah, there's no no revisiting. No revisit. No puppet. This this no revisiting. Person. You're the revisitor. <laughs> 
This presser was 10 minutes, and it was 10 minutes of utter bullshit. No puppet. States, no puppet. And it's pretty clear. You're the puppet. It's bullshit. Bullshit. Yep. Yeah. So. It's pretty. It's pretty uh, it's, isn't she leaving at the end of the year? I yes. thought she was supposed to leave. Oh, she is? She's leaving. Yeah, she's leaving at the end of the year, which is awesome. However, we still have two weeks, which is more a than year. enough. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's see what she says after. No. Um, I we still firmly believe. Look, the things that may have taken place again. That's for the judge to make that determination uh-huh. uh, whether he engaged in something inappropriate. What oh. we do know that was inappropriate by own self-admittance of James Comey is that the FBI broke standard mm-hmm. protocol in the way that they came in and ambushed General Flynn, and in the way that they questioned him, and in the way that they encouraged him not to have White House Counsel's office present. And we know that because James. Comey told us that, and he said that the very reason that they did it was because the only reason that they did it, it was the Trump administration, and they thought they could get away with it. Uh, Those are facts, and certainly um, there may be other issues there, but that we don't uh, have any reason to want to walk that back. Very quickly about uh, Michael Flynn. Uh, He has cooperated with the special counsel's office and met with them 19 times. Is there a particular reason why the president has not said that he is a rat the way that he has said that Michael Cohen is a rat for cooperating with Russia? Look, we know Michael Cohen to uh, be a liar on a number of fronts, <laughs> and um, the president's opinion is extremely clear on that front. I don't see any reason to uh, go beyond that comment. At this point. I, I, can I jump in? That's smart. Go ahead. <laughs> Earlier in this presser, she said, we're just going to let the lawyers take care of this. <clears throat> right? She said, oh, I, I don't want to comment on this and this and this and yada, yada, yada. I don't want to comment on this. And then she was asked a more specific question about Michael Flynn. And then she just kind of went off on a tangent, which... Now that I heard it a second time, I felt like, oh, Sarah, you sound like Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> I'm not with, even with, kidding about With better this. teeth. Wait, well, <laughs> seriously. We'll give her that. that that's true. I'll, I'll give her that. But she did. She's doing the same exact job that Rudy Giuliani is doing, except she's doing it from with, within the White House. Yeah. Oh, uh, Trojan Rabbit. Yeah, oh, makes no, sense. no, it does. It does. Uh, yeah, it, you're you're on the nose with that. Um, Trojan Rabbit says, uh, "Can you do both buzzers at once?" I think I just figured it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> Where does she get off just acting like Trump's attorney? Uh, while wearing the hat of I'm the press secretary. And in this very same, in the very damn same press meeting, saying we're going to refer this to the uh, the lawyers of uh, Michael Flynn. Yeah. Oh, there is a whole lot of collusion there. So so this whole presser like was about 10 minutes long. And did you guys yes. hear, you heard the, the uh, reporters at the end of it were like, Sarah, do your job. Do your job, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. And she was like, Sarah, this has only been 10 minutes. Come on. Yeah. 
You don't walk away. We got double buzzers for you. Oh, uh, <laughs> see, I just had to assign hotkeys to the buzzers so I could play them both at once by hitting the hotkeys. There you go. But yeah, I think I think I'm just gonna say it again. Sarah Sanders, what she did today is no different than what Rudy Giuliani is doing. I, I think Except you're right. she gets to do it undercover as I'm the White House press secretary. Yeah, and, and she turns around and says, "For oh, ten minutes you know, every three think, weeks." Yeah, but I, you know, she gets to turn around and say, um, "Every question I don't want to answer, refer it back to the Flynn team, refer mm -hmm. it back to Rudy." G you know, just this is this is really gross. Is that Operation Dumbo drop overhead? <sighs> No, that could be, well, yes, that could be Trump. Hmm, could be. Should be Dumbo Trump. So now I, I, I've, uh, now I can play both buzzers and Carl Pilkington saying bullshit at once. So let's see what that sounds like. Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. It's <laughs> <laughs> a now, double buzzer with bullshit. <laughs> now I want to. I, I want to see. If it, let me see. I'm going to make the. Uh, uh, I'm going to try and do something gross here, and I'm going to. I'm going to do my gross sounds. Um, so I've got. Uh, I've got a fart, a barf, and a shart. Then I'm going to all sign hotkeys to and play those all at once. See how that sounds. <laughs> 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 oh man, I should have been doing the 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 hot keys a long time ago. <laughs> wow. Sorry, that was something. Oh, I could probably yeah. do uh here, let me I, I got a burp here I can add as well. So let, so we'll do shart fart burp barf. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Oh, it's like harmonic uh -huh. convergence. <laughs> oh, that's like, wow. Uh, that's like yeah. every, 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 every liquid in your body. It's <laughs> just like an <laughs> instant. At one time. Yeah, I, I want, I want somebody to be rehydrated because yeah. that's a lot of liquid. Yeah, that's a lot of really body is. fluid to lose all at once. It is. Yeah, it here, is. here, let me do both no-no cats at once too. No, 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 maybe all that um oh man i need more i need more fongers for this uh let me see i think i think i got it let me let me try all that now you gotta run that through your uh your uh soundboard the uh can't can't do it bullshit wait i can't do so we don't want any any liquids any liquids all right, we, I got one more. Don't I got slow one the liquids down. One last audio clip I want to play for everybody. Um, oh my god! Yeah, uh, it, it's a good one though because this is from um, uh, Nicole Wallace's show today on MSNBC. 
And she had on Donnie Deutsch. Donnie Deutsch. Oh, yeah. And uh, they, um, and I'll still give Donnie Deutsch the credit. I know he's he said some things that people are not super happy with, and he's a Morning Joe guy. But I will say this: Donnie Deutsch is the guy who point who who got Ann Coulter to admit she hates Jewish people on his old talk show. I don't know if anybody remembers uh-huh. that, but he had a I show. Don't. He had a show about. Um, let me let me see if I have that in the archive, and I'll. Uh, I don't think I do. Um. No. Uh. Let, let me see if I have it under Ann Coulter in here. Oh God, why do I have Ann Coulter in here? Uh. No, I don't. Um. But no, there's a clip out there. Donnie Deutsch interviewed uh, Ann Coulter, and she said. She, that she wanted to see Jews perfected by accepting Jesus Christ as their Savior. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's out there. I'll, I'll try and get that for Friday uh, because, you know, maybe we'll, we'll do that. We'll, we'll get to some, uh, um, some deep dive before the holidays uh, of, of how awful the right wing can, mm. and it, can yes. be and is. Yes. Oh, and by the way, as sponsors dropping Tucker Carlson also is good news um because he said Gee, i hope Im- they don't break them immigrants immigrants <laughs> make america dirtier is what that fucking asshole said dirtier and poorer dirtier and poorer that's disgusting he's a white that's- nationalist we know this we know this but anyway so the but the point is uh, uh yeah so uh, uh nicole wallace had donnie deutsch on and they were talking about this whole setup that they've been, um, you know, perp- perpetuating on Fox News of, um, oh, it's entrapment, you know, Flynn, poor guy, oh my God, what did they do? Um, and then that's all blown up. And <laughs> Nicole Wallace got so excited to play some audio <laughs> <laughs> yes. from Judge Janine so Pirro. Who says things very loudly and makes her s sounds really super super s sounding? Um, God, she was she's could I can't even imagine being in the same under the same roof with that voice. Oh, she is harsh. Um, but no, Nicole Wallace, she's putting cash on the barrel head uh, if Fox News does a certain thing. But uh, but listen to this. This is about a minute and a half. In reality, Trump's whole strategy, you saw Jeanine Pirro, who after Giuliani uh, and is probably his biggest... You know, you know I, I can't believe that. I have that. I, yeah. The worst you've never heard on Deadline White House. Yes, wow. Should we watch Jeanine Pirro? Let, let's watch okay, it. Let's, let's watch it. the let's great Jeanine Pirro. <laughs> on Tuesdays, the parties will appear again before Judge Emmett Sullivan, a jurist unafraid of the swamp, a judge who has a track record of calling out prosecutorial misconduct, a man who does not tolerate injustice or abuse of power. Judge Sullivan can throw out this guilty plea if he concludes the FBI intentionally interfered with their target, Flynn's constitutional right to counsel. I will donate $500 to charity if that clip of Janine Perot airs on Fox okay. News. And Prime Ladies and gentlemen, the comedy stars are Janine Perot. She's playing the Tiki Room or Route 22. <laughs> no, to that incredible. point, to that point, they were teeing up if today he had not 
gotten any jail, in effect, what the anticipation was. If I'm Trump, if I'm messaging, I say, okay, we've been at this for 19 months. Papadopoulos got two weeks. There's no jail here. What, like, this is what we're going for. And to to Jonathan's point, what people will be left from this is the word treason. The fact that that was even Mm. put out there, that the judge had any right to do it, he walked it back at the end, but he branded him that. And to me, the the brand of the Mueller investigation took a big step forward, because Flynn was that guy out there, he's like, well, where does he really fit in, and and he's going to walk away, and he's the NSA, and like, for that judge to come down that way and say, hey, buddy, is this treason? And counter that with Jeanine Pirro's tee-up, it was a very, very, very (laughs) bad day for Team Trump. Aww. Aww. (laughs) It was a bad day for Team Trump, you say? Oh, that's terrible. (laughs) Why? That judge was supposed to do what Judge Jeanine Pirro wanted him to do, and he didn't. (laughs) Fuck off. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think that judge is going to make Jeanine Pirro happy tonight. No, I'm, I'm, you know... Nicole Wallace, hey, Fox News. She'll give $500 to a charity of your choice. Well, maybe not your choice. I don't think she put of your choice. She said she'd give $500 to charity. She is a conservative, a real conservative. Um, So, you know, you want to make money for charity? A, they play that clip in prime time. <laughs> if, if they play that clip in prime time, I can guarantee the sounds you'll hear from the, the uh, Fox News listening audience. <laughs> I mean, seriously, that whole clip from Jeanine Pirro, he's a guy who's, he's gonna, he's gonna, I mean, she was basically saying he's gonna protect Tr- Flynn, he's gonna protect Trump, all this, all this bullish. I and got, then we, you know, it yeah. turns out this this judge is this judge really he sort of undercut Mueller or Mueller. Yeah, by oh. saying, "Yeah, you might still go to jail because well, I, you disgust me." That's pretty much what the judge said today. You mean he, undercut he Flynn said, or undercut Mueller? Undercut Mueller. The judge, the judge today, just went. After Flynn. I mean, he went after Flynn. He's like, you could have been a traitor. We talked about this stuff. but No, no, I, I just misunderstood you. I thought you said, uh, well, no, you said he undercut Mueller. How did he, uh, are you saying he he went around, uh, he, he, he undercut Mueller's original uh, <clears throat> sentencing yes. idea, yeah. guideline? Okay, or let, me, let me just back this up. Okay. I'm I'm really sorry about this. No, this it's okay. judge just he he really he went after Michael Flynn. He went after Michael Flynn by saying, I think you might have been a traitor. I don't know why I should even accept any of your plea deals. Do you really do you, you know all the stuff that you talked about at the beginning of this of our show? But in the end, I think that um what happened today, Mueller was the one who said, I want zero to six months and this mm-hmm. judge was like yeah fuck that shit he he really i mean Mueller's Mueller's he he gets to go back in front of the judge in 90 days and so, uh so uh, i don't I mean, think this is a great thing for mm-hmm. Mueller regarding just the flynn investigation 
Okay, well, I'll tell you what. It's a, it's still better for Mueller than it is for Trump and Fox News. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, it's still better. It's also still better for Flynn. Yeah. Because the thing is, is that Flynn was going into this whole hearing with zero to six months. And... Uh, well, no, it's not better. It's not, back. it's not better for Flynn. Because, uh, you know, they were hoping that they could start just putting this behind them now. Now he's got three months to, you know, right. worry about what the hell's going on. I mean, it's better for right. America. Flynn, Flynn now has to worry about this for another six months. I, yeah. I'm sorry if I didn't make this clear enough. No, that's all right. Well, I think but, there were there was two two there were two ways to look at this from from two, two different perspectives. From the perspective of sentencing somebody before they're finished cooperating, everybody was saying it didn't make sense that Mueller was allowing him to be sentenced before the cooperation was finished. What if you need the guy to take the stand uh, to be a witness at a trial? They usually wait until that's over with before they go to sentencing. Okay. Right. All right. So, so, so from a from a from a, a prosecutor standpoint, it's a little unorthodox that they would sentence before full cooperation was complete. And he mentioned they mentioned yeah. as one of the reasons the prosecutors Mueller said today in court that one of the reasons they wanted him to be on the lower end of the spectrum as far as sentencing was that he was not he still had some cooperation to offer. Now, the judge is, took that logic and mm-hmm. said, well, if that's the case, why sentence him now? You see, now this wouldn't is... The, his, yeah. yeah, this is why I'm glad his, I, I don't do a show by myself, because I would miss so much shit. <laughs> so. Yeah, he, he's, so the judge is saying simply, well, then if... Uh, look... I am so disgusted at what I, what I know is under all these blacked out areas that nobody else could see. Yeah. I'm so disgusted by these crimes I see that if I was to sentence him right now, knowing what I know, he's going to freaking jail. Go okay? think You're about be incarcerated. this. Go think so, about this. <laughs> so why don't you, I set a room aside for you, which he did, mm-hmm. and he said, I think you and your lawyers should go think about this. Maybe come back after you're done cooperating. Now, that makes sense from a prosecutorial standpoint because it always was common practice mm-hmm. as i understand it that the prosecutors don't go to sentencing until the person actually witnessed at a trial or was finished cooperating and that's all the judge was saying Look, yeah if you come back in 90 days and i see that you did even more for the united states of america i might i might look on you maybe. differently 90 days maybe from now. Yeah. maybe but right now you're question. going to freaking jail all right but I have a question. All right, last question, but then we got to start wrapping. We got to start wrapping things up. Why do you think that Mueller sent this now, this soon? Uh, why do you, Why do you think that? I, I think I, I think Mueller was was hoping that that the judge would take his recommendation, it, and that's where I was getting at the other end, the other side of this coin. The other side of the coin yeah. is what the judge did is bad for Mueller. Because then every time Mueller goes to a cooperator and say, "Would you sign a cooperation agreement?" and I'll, you know, go easy on you on on, on the sentencing. Mm-hmm. He no longer they're going to say, "Oh yeah," and then if the judge doesn't agree with you, then why? Why should I cooperate with you? Yeah. Because look what yeah, happened. To, look what happened to Flynn. From that side of it, it looks like well, who's going to cooperate with Mueller now? 
seeing mm-hmm. what this judge did to Flynn. Yeah. So, you know, it, it was a two-edged sword here. Yeah. True, Thank true. Thank you, Joe, for explaining that. Yeah, and that, that was actually that's something the feeling I, cl- I got from it. That was something I clipped out from what Donnie Deutsch said as well, Joe. So, thank yeah, thanks for uh, bringing that back up. Because, yeah, th- again, th- this could... Um, what happened today could jeopardize future cooperation with the, the Mueller team from other folks. But, um, but anyway, well, real quick, back to Judge Jeanine Pirro, though. Um, you know, uh, Paul the, her, Ryan. Paul Ryan. There's no <laughs> S's in his name, but there should be because I love saying Ryan. S's. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, um, Judge Janine Pirro. She should have. She should have wished harder for for what happened. What she thought was going to happen to have happen. If wishes and busts were clusters and nuts, we'd all have a bowl of granola. Also. Trump cultists, I have some advice to you from this is advice uh, going back to the early days of Turn Up the Night. Somebody who used to be a friend of mine, uh, Danielle, from the early days of the show. The one thing that I will always keep that Danielle gave to me the phrase is shit in one hand and wish in the other and see which one fills up first. And I always love telling that to, to the Trump cult. So, uh, so lots of hands full of shit out there. Uh, in in the our, our this day and age, with that fucking game show host in the White House, racist, birther, bigot, asshole, sexist. Oi, John Galt. <sighs> yeah, John Galt. Oi, Galt. Oi, John. Yeah, we got to figure out a way to uh, hook that up. So, uh, also, by the way, I saw a video today where somebody started referring to Diamond and Silk as, you know how there's, there's, um, Hollywood names for, for couples, you know, they started calling them Dilk. (laughs) 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 Diamond and Silk. Anytime you see them show up again, just call them Dilk. Double Dilk. (laughs) I like it. Double Dilk. (laughs) Dilk. Um, so. Those women missed. They, they are on Fox News. Yeah, because you know why? I'm smart. They're smart. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> John Galt. Say, dumb. Dilk. Dilk. <laughs> My God. My uh, God. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, let's go ahead and wrap things up right now. Uh, good stuff tonight. Fun stuff. Thanks, everybody. Uh, thanks to little wear colleague Jeff for being on the program. Oh, you dumb hippie. Okay, he doesn't hey, want to. Hey, uh, I'm just glad, I'm glad he's alive. Well, yeah, and, you know, uh, again, the strange developments tonight. You know, you heard it here first. Only exclusive turn up tonight. Uh, Lil Jeff has been turned into a wear collie. Hey, so just... when he was trying to shimmy up my Christmas tree, I mean, who knows how these developments are going to go with Lil Jeff uh, in 2019. You might have to flush them. Um, well, I, sad news on that front is uh, the kid tr- stuck in the toilet. Mm-hmm. 
he did get flushed actually so oh no, no. yeah so jeff doesn't hang out in the bathroom anymore because after that <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so uh but anyway let's go ahead and wrap up the show because we get the tim caramel show coming up uh next so uh rain what do you got uh on the way up i, I uh okay i have something really quick bart o'cavanaugh all of oh, his ethics boof boof Boof. Yeah, boof. Oh, okay. Boof. The boofster. Um, all of his ethics claims and, you know, <clears throat> jurisprudence, they were all thrown out because he's a member of the Supreme Court now. Yeah. And that pisses me off because going back to what I was saying earlier, we should not say we can't indict a president for the crimes that he committed before he became president. Oh, and no argument from me at all with that. And as thus, I think we have some serious, we have got some serious problems that we have to fix in this country. That's, there's that's a, there's a also, guy. Also, Mark Cavanaugh yeah. is a drunk and he likes beer and he shouldn't be yeah. in the Supreme Court. Okay, I'm done. And there, there's a, uh, we need to get in touch with a guy named Will, by the way. Uh, political Will. So, um, yes, uh, and we'll see what happens with 2019 rolling around. Uh, Joe, what do you got on the way out, sir? Well, I don't know if you saw this on Crooks and Liars, but uh, Trump won his fourth straight Golden Dumbass Award in Germany. Oh, good job. Uh, uh, other, no, I, I can't do German, but. So, excuse me, but it's the... What is this? You come out to German? Goldener Wolfsfosten. Or something like... Literally, it's a golden dumbass, and he's sharing it this year with the Saudi crown prince, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un, and the entire United Kingdom. I can tell you something. In German, when you say dumbass... It's Dumkoff. Dumkoff. Well, uh, they're, they're calling it Volpfosten, or it translates to idiot. Uh, well, but they said it doesn't really capture the word. Dumbass is much closer. Digross but in any, <laughs> in any event, um, I like the part that he's sharing it with uh, MBS or MSNBC, whatever the hell that guy is. <laughs> North, North Korean uh, leader Kim Jong-un and the entire... United Kingdom. <laughs> what do you know? Because the United oh. Kingdom deserves it. Well, the pro Brexit people do. Well, well, I mean, I mean, the whole thing. I mean, I mean, Brexit. I'm not going to Brexit. We're going to sort of Brexit. We're going to Brex sorta sort of Brex. Sort of Okay, so Brexit. after Brexit is brunch, right? So maybe they should call <laughs> them yes. the brunch kits. Brunch kits. So yes, <laughs> the the dinner X Lexit. <laughs> God Almighty! Yeah, seriously. Snacks it, snack sit, snacks it. Yeah, there you go. Just you know, a little white snacks it, and maybe a naps it after a snacks it. So That's Judge right. Nap, Judge Nap approves. So just nap a Politano. Just don't overdo but it. <laughs> I gonna. I swear, if they ever indict Trump, Judge Knapp's hairline is gonna fall below his nose. I know he'll be the first guy with like a a, a mustache mustache goggles. 
So. <laughs> yes. Yes, they'll um, have to actually cut holes for his eyes and his yeah. hair. <laughs> <laughs> Be like a a the a, a, a Batman mask Cousin. made of what's made of hair. Actually, he's going to look like Cousin It by the end of all. This. Sure. <laughs> so, all right. Well, on that note, we got to wrap things up. Tim Cormel show is coming up. Uh, uh, we'll do open thrones. Uh, open thrones. <laughs> <laughs> open open fo- scones, open thrones, open, open, open uh, frothy Santorums, whatever you want. Uh, all uh, this Friday, open phones all night, uh, so you can talk to us about holiday stuff, politics, whatever. Uh, we'll cobble together some breaking news, um, and uh, we'll assign hotkeys to everything. <laughs> Ooh, all right. That's a hot key. Wow, that's it losing is. all your body fluids at once. Really? No, 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 no. <laughs> that key right. is F2, isn't it? Uh, that was Z and X, actually. Uh, so, anyway, uh, good night, everybody. Uh, we'll see you on Friday. And, uh, yes, and don't forget, we have a, a fun Christmas special coming up on Christmas Day. It might not be a full show. Might be largely music, but um, I think maybe, uh, you know what, breaking news right now, I'm going to do the uncut version of Lux Radio Theater's version of It's a Wonderful Life starring Jimmy Stewart for that for Christmas uh, night. That'll be good. That'll be fun. That's a great story. So uh, not, so, not It's a Wonderful Trump, but as Kate McKinnon says, every time you hear a bell ring, that means somebody quits your administration or goes to jail. See you Friday. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Woo! No, 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 no.